like I said, they love each other. They're buds. They're tight. They've known each other forever. And it's just fun to see that camaraderie and that excitement as we, you know, here we are in the playoffs and it looked kind of dim there early. And so we're, we're excited to be here and I'm proud of our guys. And then uh, defensively, uh, the biggest story with them defensively, they recovered five turnovers, one interception, four fumble recoveries, including that huge one down inside the five-yard line with about three minutes to go. They also recorded nine-and-a-half tackles for loss. Just how rewarding was it as a defensive guy to see the defense dominate the way they did? Well, we've been uh, we've been pretty successful in defense all year. Even in games we lost, we've met a lot of our goals. Cool Sports Network. It's time for Bobcats Live. We get you ready for kickoff with last week's highlights, starting lineups, and pregame analysis. Let's send it to the booth for Bobcats Live. Alongside Brett Waits and Terry Allen, here's Taylor Jones. Heart, dedication, and the power of perseverance. That's what the Woodland Bobcats showed last Friday night on the shores of Lake Weiss at Cedar Bluff High School. At 3-7 heading into enemy territory against a championship caliber unit was going to be an uphill climb. But the Bobcats clawed first and never yielded to the mighty Tigers, and they walked away with their heads held high. Tonight, the Bobcats invade the free state of Winston and Arley, Alabama to face the Tiger Army, this time from Meek High School. We learned last week what the power of determination and betting on yourself can accomplish, and tonight will be no different. At stake, the deepest playoff run since 2014 and the possibility of meeting up again with our friends on the west bank of the Tallapoosa, the Wadley Bulldogs. Hello, everybody. Alongside Brett Waits, I am Taylor Jones coming to you live from Meek Field on the campus of Meek High School in Arley, Alabama in beautiful Winston County where the Woodland Bobcats are getting ready to take on the Meek Tigers in round two of the AHSAA playoffs. It is the first time that these two teams have met, and I'm expecting a lot of fun here. We're going to get into more of tonight's game, but as of right now, we're going to turn things over to game day headlines. Cedar Bluffin, the four-seed Woodland Bobcats shocked the number one seed from Region 7, Cedar Bluff, in round one, 28-20. Woodland was just one of seven teams in the AHSAA to upset a number one seed last week and the only team from Class 1A to do so. The Bobcats have now advanced to the second round in three straight playoff appearances. Passing Howard. Woodland running back Parker Woodham surpassed Bobcat legend Mikey Howard in career rushing yards and season rushing yards last week with a 244-yard performance versus Cedar Bluff. Woodham's 1,671 yards is the best rushing performance in a decade at Woodland. And invading the free state. Woodland's round two opponent is the Meek Tigers. These two teams have never met before on the football field, and it's only the second time that Woodland has faced a team from the free state of Winston. Woodland, or actually the third time. Woodland defeated Addison in round two of the 2006 AHSAA two-way playoffs. They also defeated Winston County in the semifinals of the 1986 Class 2A finals. We've got much more of tonight's game, including Brett Waite's Tale of the Tape, presented by Ray Bucks Farm Supply. That's coming up in just a few moments right here on iSchool Sports Network. WM Grocery, with four locations serving East Alabama. A full deli open seven days a week. Be sure to download the WM Grocery app from the App Store or Google Play. Download and save today with the WM Grocery app, where the deals of the week are included, and you can make your shopping list and earn points for even more savings. Every Tuesday is Senior Day, featuring 10% off for seniors. Watch out for Monday Madness and and Friday Flash makes shopping easy at WM Grocery, Heflin, Piedmont, Roanoke, and Weedowie. 
Rockies are roaring with hometown pride. Here at First Bank of Alabama, our bank family is cheering for your team too. We support all our local communities with state-of-the-art banking. From checking to savings, construction loans, home equity, and home mortgages, we provide all of your consumer and commercial banking needs. We want you to bank how you want. Whether it's online, in person, mobile, or telephone banking, we make it easy for you. Visit us at firstbankal.com to find the most convenient way for you to bank. First Bank of Alabama, where you are first. First Bank of Alabama, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Bobcats Live continues now with Tale of the Tape, presented by Raybuck's Farm Supply. For a more in-depth look into tonight's game, here's Brett Waits. Good evening, Woodland family. Our Bobcats are back for another round in the playoffs. This time we will face Meek High School in the town of Arley. Arley is in the free state of Winston, a county that was so against the state leaving the Union that they seceded from the state of Alabama and the Confederate States. The Meek Tigers can best be described offensively as the Bobcats looking into the mirror. They like to run the ball and they will run it a lot. They are led by head coach Houston Powell who is in his second season at Meek. Powell cut his teeth as a defensive coach at schools like Linden, Summerton Christian, and Dora. Defensive coaches like to control the ball and let their defense get their stops for the win. That was true last week against R.A. Hubbard, where a 21-yard scoop and score broke the game open and propelled the Tigers to a victory. Pinning down a player to focus on can be difficult. The Tigers have a legitimate, four legitimate ball carriers. Last week, Matthew Clark ran for 140 yards, and Blake Miller added 76 and had three touchdowns. Overall, the Tigers are a well-coached football team that will go blow for blow with our Bobcats tonight. We will look at the Bobcats after a word from our friends at Raybuck's Farm Supply, where I go for all of my feed supply needs. Raybuck's Farm Supply, getting you ready for the fall. Three different kinds of plot mixes in stock. For you hunters, we have game and trail cameras. Also, buck muscle. Don't forget our farm-raised beef from our farm. Raybuck's has commodity blend cattle feed. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for all of our specials. Look for our Raybuck's sign on Highway 48 in Woodland. Let Raybuck's Farm Supply get you ready for the fall. Raybuck's Farm Supply in Woodland. The Bobcats are coming off a don't-call-it-a-comeback type game against Cedar Bluff. Parker Woodham's 244-yard performance on the ground led the Bobcats to a first-round victory. The swarming defense led by Mick Bailey's 10 tackles set the tone early and often and allowed the Bobcats to get out to a fast start. Offensively, the Bobcats will continue to feed Parker Woodham the ball. He has been a consistent workhorse all year and will need to have a big game for the Bobcats, Bobcats to be successful. The Bobcats will also need to pass the ball, a pass from Jackson Lovern or a few end rounds from Tate Bradford to keep the meek defense honest. Defensively, the Bobcats transition back to the traditional 5-3 that they like to run. Last week, we used the word swarming on defense and they lived up to the term. This week, the defense will need to be stifling. The meek offense has more weapons than most. The Bobcats will need to play sound and aggressive to create stops. Leading tackler, Parker Woodham and second leading tackler Mick Bailey will need to fill gaps and play downhill and the line will need to hold the point of attack and create negative plays. The Bobcats cannot live off of last week's success because as J.J. Watt said, success is not owned, it is leased and the rent is due every day. It's going to be a great night for a tough old-fashioned Bear Bryant and Pat Dye type of football game. 
And when we come back, we will have our starting lineups. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave behind for your family can seem intimidating. But the Knowles Group is here to help. We have deep roots here in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles in Birmingham at 205-602-5065 today. Located at 3800 Colonnade Parkway, Suite 540, Birmingham, Alabama, 35243. Security is offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated. Member FINRA SIPC. SPF is separately owned and operated and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services here are independent of SPF. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Save every day at WM Grocery. Super Tuesday features a 10% discount to those 55 and older with certain restrictions, a full deli at all locations, the meat department with a full-time butcher, available for freshly cut meats. Be sure to look for the Pick 5 for just $19.99. If you don't have the WM Grocery app, download it to your smart device today and make shopping easy. WM Grocery with four locations open seven days a week. WM Grocery in Heflin, Piedmont, Widawi, and Roanoke, Alabama. So you want to know what it's like to be a college student at Southern Union? I'll tell you. You get the best of both worlds. Low costs and small class sizes, plus all the perks that come from attending a school in an ideal college setting. Get as involved on campus as you want, or buckle down and get ready to join the workforce fast. Visit suscc.edu to schedule an in-person tour or to register now for spring semester. The home of the Woodland Bobcats. This is the iSchool Sports Network. Welcome back to Bobcats Live here on iSchool Sports Network. We're about 13 minutes away from kickoff between the Bobcats and the Meek Tigers. The first ever meeting between these two schools, and it is the second round of the AHSAA Class 1A playoffs. It's time now for the starting lineups presented by the Randolph Leader. The Randolph Leader keeping residents of Randolph County up to date on local news, sports, and community happenings since 1892. That's the Randolph Leader. Pick up your copy of the Randolph Leader every Wednesday. First for the Bobcat defense, here's Brett Waits. Taylor, defensively, we'll be in a 5-3 again this week. Uh, looking at Rover, number 52, Austin Champion. Defensive tackle, number 68, Justice Herring. At nose, number 55, Blue Heron. At defensive tackle, number 50, Eli Rollins. At the other Rover, number 22, Logan Barrett. At linebacker, number 10, Guy McManus. At linebacker, Number 20, Mick Bailey, who is my defensive spotlight player of the week, as well as the state-voted Twitter player of the week. Mick Bailey, uh, he's a utility player on offense. He plays a little bit of everything, but he plays linebacker on defense. Last week he had 10 tackles, and uh, we're going to need a big performance for him tonight to, to have a chance. At the other linebacker spot, we have number 30, Parker Woodham. At corner, we have number 7, Christopher Butler. At the other corner, number 5, Tate Bradford. And at free safety, number 15, Chandler Mitchell. 
Now for the Woodland Bobcats specialist punting the football will be number five, Tate Bradford. Kicking the football will be number 30, Parker Woodham. And your returners are number 30, Parker Woodham, number 10, Guy McManus, and number five, Tate Bradford. Your starters on the Bobcat offense at right tackle, number 54, freshman Cade Cross getting the start tonight in place of Nathaniel Smitherman. Right guard, number 55, junior Blue Heron. At center tonight will be number 50, senior Eli Rollins. Left guard, number 63, senior Kalen Houston. And at left tackle, number 68, senior Justice Herring. Your uh, receivers and tight ends tonight at the X will be number five, senior Tate Bradford at the Y, number 22, Logan Barrett. And a change tonight. We're going to see a bit of a flip as Guy McManus will get the wingback start tonight. He'll be kind of close to the offensive line. While at fullback tonight, where Guy usually plays, is going to be number 20, senior Mick Bailey. Your halfback tonight, of course, number 30, Parker Woodham. And your quarterback tonight is my spotlight player, number three, senior quarterback Jackson Lovern. Jackson Lovern has gotten better each week and continues to find ways to help this team on offense. And in a game where uh, running is going to be the top priority, it'll be the arm of Jackson Lovern that could be the Bobcat's secret weapon. If Lovern's passing game gets going tonight, then the Woodland offense could be tough to stop. That's a look at the Woodland Bobcat starting lineups. Presented by the Randolph Leader, the Randolph Leader, keeping residents of Randolph County up to date on local news, sports, and community happenings since 1892. That's the Randolph Leader. Pick up your copy of the Randolph Leader every Wednesday. We're going to come back, and when we come back, hopefully both teams will run through their spirit line, and we'll be ready for kickoff here at Meek Field on the shores of Smith Lake. It's the second time in as many weeks we've been uh, real close to a lake, and uh, the last time we were at a lake, we were we were uh, found some success. So hopefully we find some success tonight here on iSchool Sports Network. If you love watching and listening to the game on iSchool Sports Network, you'll love reading about it in the Randolph Leader and on therandolphleader.com. All the big plays from the big games, the game-changing moments, and the players that made them happen. Daily updates on therandolphleader.com keep you up to speed all week long. Find stats, photos, stories, and complete coverage online and in our weekly print edition every Wednesday. Full-scale coverage of every local high school plus Southern Union Athletics, online subscriptions for as low as $26 per year. So check it out after the game. The Randolph Leader and TheRandolphLeader.com We are the Woodland Varsity Cheerleaders and you're listening to Bobcat Football on High School Sports. Woo! Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Last week, Woodland entered round one with a chip on their shoulder. As heavy underdogs, they sent a message to number one seeded Cedar Bluff and to the state. We mean business. Oh, he's going to carry the 10 to the 5. Touchdown, Jackson Lovern. Touchdown, Woodland Bobcats. Bobcats rushing four. Logan Barrett's going to wrap him up and hit him behind the line of scrimmage. Down the sideline, in the end zone. Touchdown, Parker Woodham. Touchdown, Woodland Bobcats. Your final score, 28 to 20. Cedar Bluff falls to our Woodland Bobcats. Tonight, the stakes have been raised, and the Bobcats are in the hunt and ready to prove yet again that they deserve to be here. It's time for Toe to Meet Leather. Let's send it to the stadium for tonight's game between Woodland and Meek on the iSchool Sports Network. For the call of tonight's game, here's Brett Waits and Taylor Jones. And it is time for Toe to Meet Leather here on iSchool Sports Network. Woodland and Meek getting ready to kick off. It is the first time that these two teams have played each other. And it's uh, what, what better stakes than to meet in the first time in the HSAA Class 1A playoffs. 
yeah, exciting night. Like I said last week, the uh, you know something magical about the playoffs. You know, it's winter go home. It's it's everything on the line. It's what you wait all year to do. Exactly. Um, it, it's great and get a win last week and then come to this this week. Um, it's it's just great. We just had the Star Spangled Banner and a uh, fireworks display that took off uh, behind us at the softball field. So if uh, Meek were to score tonight, hopefully they won't have to, and that'll be the only time we hear those fireworks. But if uh, that is the case and you hear a loud explosion, it's either the fireworks or it's the live DJ that we have in the end zone uh, to our left as well. Uh, from what the principal told us today, a great guy, Mr. Uh, Hamilton, I believe is his name, uh, or Mr. Henderson, sorry, Mr. Henderson, uh, talked with us today before we got here, and he said uh, it's our first home playoff game that we've had since 2003, and a lot of alums, a lot of uh, more the wealthier people here in Winston County have really chipped in, and uh, things are a little different here than uh, they have been for a normal game day here in Arley. Yeah, you can tell that they have really done a good job of bringing in some um, building the program in the last couple of years. You know, they talked about going one and nine last year, um, but then coming in this year and having a, a big turnaround. Uh, you can tell the people have come out. Um, they've got a lot of people working the concession stands. They've got, you know, just a lot of uh, great things happening, it looks like. Yeah, we're looking forward to uh, seeing how uh, this game plays out. Uh, we have Woodland, who's you know went to the playoffs last year, starting to get a uh, a bit of a reputation of knowing that when you start the year, you're going to end the year in the playoffs at least. It's the second year in a row that they've been able to do that, and only thing you can do is try to build consistency from here. How is that going to look against a team that's not that really hasn't been to the playoffs in a few years? Yeah, you you know you really don't know what to expect. Um, you know, I don't we don't know how they're going to react, you know, is this moment going to be too big for them? They had a great game last week against uh, R.A. Hubbard, and uh, but, you know, it's a whole different week, and they're going to have to prepare uh, for a tougher competition at this point. And uh, who knows how those reactions are going to be on either side. Yeah, the one thing that jumps out to me about them immediately, and it's something that Coach Powell mentioned uh, earlier this week, the local radio station here, and I'm guessing it's probably Double Springs, maybe uh, the WJLX, they have a coach's corner every Monday where they get all the coaches from Winston County together and talk about the last week's game for about five or six minutes or so. And he said the one thing that he talked about last week is that R.A. Hubbard has a lot of speed. That's something they are known for, something that a lot of North Alabama teams are known for is having more speed than power and strength. And he said, guys, we can't mimic this speed at practice. You're going to have to play as hard as you can every snap, even in practice. They kind of didn't believe them. It's something they really hadn't seen a lot. But the one thing that helped them is they had uh, they were down by a couple of scores, and then Cortland fumbled the football. Meek picked it up, ran it into the end zone, and then after that, he said it was like the light came on. Meek uh, R. A. Hubbard froze. Uh, Meek's offense took over. Uh, the defense turned up the intensity, and they were able to pull away with a 52-20 win. So the key here is to limit the amount of mistakes. I mean, it's high school football. It's inevitable. One or two is going to happen, but limit them. And then if you do make a mistake, how do you capitalize on it? That's going to be key for Woodland tonight. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. You know, we saw in our game last week a lot of shift of momentum. It went back and forth, back and forth. And uh, we were able to kind of keep it at the end and, and, and come through that. Uh, you have to do that in the games. There's going to be times when things go wrong. It, it's going to happen. Some plays are going to be negative plays. Uh, how you respond to those things is what makes you a team uh, and, and how that you 
respond also determines how you're going to be able to move forward after that and what you're going to do the next play. And you just can't you can't get caught up with. You have to have a short memory sometimes and just keep going. Captains are on the field right now. The captains for the Bobcats, Mick Bailey, Guy McManus, Eli Rollins, Parker Woodham. Meek has won the toss. I believe they have deferred their option to the second half, so I believe Woodland will receive to start the ball game. And we are on the visitor side tonight, so Woodland will start off. They will receive the opening kickoff and will march from left to right as you listen. It is the first time that Woodland has played a game in Arley, Alabama in Meek High School, so taking a look at the stadium right now, over to our right side is going to be the scoreboard. The whole place is basically in a hole, kind of like right field is in Roanoke where you've got hills on either side, uh, both um, both sides. The stands are built into a hill, uh, a lot of rocks on either side, I'm guessing to kind of help with drainage a little bit to keep the flooding. On the left side of us is their gym and the uh, locker rooms for both sides looking directly across is the home side and behind them is the high school. The Bobcats are running out onto the field now in their Stormtrooper white look. They've got white helmets with the blade W on either side. The Auburn stripes going down the middle of the helmet with navy blue face mask. White jerseys with the Auburn stripes on the sleeves. Blue numerals trimmed in orange and the white pants and white socks. For the Meek Tigers coming out tonight in an all black and orange Halloween style uniform. Black helmets with the Clemson paw on either side. Kind of a metallic chrome-looking finish on their uh, helmet logos. The logos are really shining over here on our side of the field. They've got black jerseys, meek written in orange across their chest, trimmed in white. They've got uh, orange stripes, and they've got solid black pants with black socks and black shoes. So what's at stake tonight? Of course, we've got to get the win. But if we do get a win, that sets up a possible rematch with the Wadley Bulldogs next week in uh, Wadley. If we get this win tonight, you know, we, we have been cat killers, you know. We I mean, have. We've taken on the Tigers a couple of times and, and come out victorious, and we'll have to go get over our fear of the Bulldogs. Hey, that's right. It was uh, – even though the game didn't go our way the first time. It was close. We showed a lot of signs of light, especially in our defense. So there's a possibility that uh, if we do get that second chance for redemption, you we know, it, it could be fun. We had a lot of chances in that game. Had a lot of chances to, to uh, come out. And I think the great thing was, too, is, uh, you know, a lot of people know last year I taught it widely. So yeah. I knew every single one of those kids yeah. that were on the team. And, you know, I would text them and say, you know, hey, um, you know, good game, guys. You know, glad to, you know, see y'all get the win. And they were like, them, Bulldog, them uh, Bobcats are tough, man. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they gave them a, a much larger fight than I think that they were expecting. And uh, I think the Cedar Bluff Tigers could say the exact same thing last week with the oh, way yeah, they you played. You know, you just look at the record coming in, and you know, you kind of go, "Well, that they they haven't had a good record," and uh, you know, sometimes that can be deceiving. So now the Meek Tigers, dressed in orange and black, are lined up, ready to kick this one away. The Bobcats have broken their huddle. Great to see Coach Blair Armstrong on the sideline this week. He's had uh, complications with uh, sciatic nerve that uh, keeps him to where he can't uh, really walk or stand upright for a while. And uh, he's on the sidelines now. So we are back in the midst of our Bobcat fans as we are every single uh, way game that we've uh, been lucky to do uh, this year. And we're ready to go. Lining up to kick this one away will be, I believe, number 23, Blake Miller. Blake Miller. 
Low line drive kick, on-style kick. Even Mick Bailey will fall on it at the 40-yard line. Good dive for him to pick that one up out of the sky and to fall on it. So kickoff will be at 6.59 p.m. Woodland starts their opening drive at their own 40-yard line. Good hands by Mick Bailey. Smart call. Get the ball. Get down. And let's get started right here at the 40-yard line. First down and 10 for the Woodland Bobcats coming out. Jackson Lovern. He gets the call from the sideline, relays it out to his team. Both teams like to run the football, as you probably heard there in the Coach Blair Armstrong show, Coach Houston Powell mentioning, hey, when you get to the stadium today, you might want to turn the clock back to 1985. A lot of hard-nosed running. Parker Woodham's going to get the carry right side, gets to the 45. He'll carry a Tiger all the way down to the 47-yard line. A good solid carry to the left side for Parker Woodham as they bring up second down and three. Good run off the left side right there. Parker took the ball. And good six-yard game. We've Seven. heard about the crowd from Meek High School, how supportive and how loud they can be. They've had a lot to cheer about this year. We've had a lot to cheer about as well, and I think it's probably a competitive balance between who has the most fans here tonight. There are a lot of people here in Arley. And off right side, Parker Woodham, he gets hit in the backfield, though, as he falls back, only losing a yard to the 46-yard line. Could have been a lot worse, but as of Parker, you know he's not going to take a loss uh, very easily. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hard to bring down. He's going to fight for every inch. Uh, looks like there was a missed assignment right there. Uh, they were in the backfield before we really had the handoff full. So that will bring up third down and about four to go. Talking about our fans, this is this is the first time we've had somebody that that it might be actually equal to how many we bring to an away game that their home team is. And that's impressive for our, our fans. Fling to the left side, Parker Woodham. He gets the handoff. He'll carry to the 49-yard line, only missing the first down by about a yard and a half. So they're going to say he officially got two down to the 48-yard line. That'll bring up a fourth down punting situation for the Bobcats. Even though they didn't get a first down on that drive, some signs of light right there. One wrong play there uh, ended up being the uh, being indicative of what the drive ended up doing. So Tate Bradford back to receive this punt. The returner for Meek is standing inside his 20-yard line. He'll go left side, and that one's going about five miles in the air and only about two miles in total distance traveled. It creeps inside the 35-yard line down to officially the 34. First down and 10 meet because they will be marching from right to left as you listen inside their own territory. Yeah, it looked like Tate just caught that one a little bit with his toe up some. It kind of kind of got it more up. It was a real high ball, but um, didn't get quite the distance on it. This first quarter is brought to you by Gene Crouch of Keller Williams Realty. Gene Crouch of Keller Williams team are your number one source for real estate on Lakeway Dowie. Going to be a pitch to the left side. Gets to the 35, down to the 39-yard line he goes. Tate Bradford started the tackle, but it was Kalen Houston that ended up eating him up at the 39-yard line. So a gain of about four on the play for the Meek Tigers. That carry there yeah. going for their bell cow, number four, or uh, quarterback number four, David Tidwell, and the keeper. That will bring up second down. Tate making that tackle all the way out from his cornerback uh, position. Uh, lined up outside and had to come in and make the tackle. 9.34 to go, opening quarter, we're scoreless. Under center goes Tidwell. They'll send a receiver in motion from left to right. It'll be a pitch to Thomas. Thomas gets to the 40, down to the 44-yard line. He goes about one yard shy of the first down as he carries the ball back into the middle of the field. 
If you're watching this game, it looked awful familiar on that play. That's uh, almost exactly how we run that play. Exactly. The, really the only difference I can tell so far in Meek's offense and our offense is we do ours out of the shotgun. They do ours under center, yeah. hardcore, uh, hard-nosed football there for the Meek and Tigers. And they spread a guy out a little more than we do, it seems like. Third down from the 44-yard line, about two yards needed. There'll be a handoff up the middle, and he's hit behind the line of scrimmage. Great wrap-up by number 10, Guy McManus, and number 20, Mick Bailey, and they'll stop the Meek Tigers in their tracks. That formation was a little more like what you would consider Georgia Tech run. Yes. They're used to run. Yeah. They're uh, their triple option look, uh, and they uh, hand it off to the fullback out of that, that play. The Tigers going to try to go for it near hash. Ball at the 43-yard line. Two in the backfield, one wide out lined up near side. Under center is going to be a handoff left side, and they're not going to get him. They're going to knock him about a yard shy. They handed it off on a sweep to the right side, number 24 there, Bell Cow Cameron Deaver, not able to get back to the line of scrimmage. So Woodland will take over, first down and 10 from the Meek 43-yard line. What a stop by the defense, Meek. Haven't been to the playoff or home in the playoffs since 2003, going forward on fourth down in their territory, and the Bobcats get a big stop right there. That's awesome. Throw in the kitchen sink at them right away. You know they want this game just as much as Woodland does. First down and 10 from the 43-yard line. Shotgun set, lined up side car right is Parker Woodham. He'll get it on a pitch, gets to the 45, carries the Meek Tigers down to the 40-yard line, and there's going to be a flag down for a face mask as he was brought down by number 42, uh, Braylon Roberts. Wasn't an aggressive face mask. I think he was trying to grab more of the shoulder pads and bring him down, but that's where his hands ended up going, and that's going to be very good for the Woodland offense. That's right. That's right. As we was watching, it was right here in front of us, and, and it was – it was a very light on the face mask uh, part, so I guess that's why he's going to go get the five-yard version. Yeah, it didn't grab the front of the face mask. It looked like he grabbed his uh, right side of his face mask. They'll move him up to the 35-yard line. So front knows the football at the 35-yard line. Woodland moving from left to right as you listen. Shotgun Jackson. Jackson hands off Parker. He finds room left side. Gets hit as soon as he gets back to the line of scrimmage, and he'll get to the 38-yard or 34-yard line, so about a gain of two. Right up the middle. Got about a yard for the first down here. Clock continuing to run, 7.30 to go in the opening quarter. We're scoreless. Both teams very quickly having a possession. Four total plays for both teams. Jackson Lovren looks over to the sideline, gets the call from Coach Colton McManus, uh, another former Bobcat quarterback. So he got his patented gloves on tonight. He does. Jackson's going to be able to see every finger he holds up. Shotgun set for Lovren. Calls for it, gets the snap, hands off to Parker, left side, crosses the 35. I think the line of scrimmage is about as far as he's going to go uh, back to the 34. It's awful close right there. It looked like, you know, we've got some new guys in some new places, so we're trying to we're trying to make them. They kind of – we had two blockers going in the same hole right there a little bit, kind of like we had a little bit of a, a jam, and Parker uh, couldn't quite bust through it. Third down and one to go for the Woodland Bobcats. Ball at the 33. 
Yeah, Meek has some big guys on defense. They uh they kind of have some meat on the line, so. So they'll break the huddle and immediately rush to the line. One second to go on the play clock. They do snap it before. Parker's just going to die for the first down, and I think he's got it. And that'll bring up a first down for the Bobcats to the 32-yard line. Yeah, he had to jump and get through it. And first downs tonight are brought to you by Homestar Mortgages from the Lori Brown team at Homestar Mortgages. USDA and VA loans with no down payment as well as an FHA loan with a very low down payment. Find the easiest way home with Homestar Mortgage and the Lori Brown team, 334-863-4052. They're not going to take an eyeball at it. They're going to they're gonna go ahead and bring the change and measure it out. Yeah, that's a good call there. I know Parker, as soon as he got it, he knew he wasn't going to get 10, 5 yards, however many he was going to go. He saw positive yards and just kind of dove Superman style out to about the 32-yard line, and we'll see if they give it to us. And oh, we yeah. got about, about half the football. First down, Bobcats. One-yard carry for Parker Woodham on that one. On the handoff, he's been the only one to touch the football in this football game to this point. Clock will stop with 6.08 to go. Jackson Lovern, plenty of time to get the call from Coach McCain and uh, Coach Butler. And that's fine. I mean, it's like Novocaine. Put them to sleep right here. You know, just keep, keep focusing on Parker. He's the workhorse, and then we'll pop something with one of the other guys uh, for a big gainer. Tate Bradford will line up as a wide out to the left side. Shotgun set for Jackson Lovern. Sidecar left is Parker Woodham. They'll move him in motion from left to right. He'll get it on a pitch. Gets to the 35. Shakes a guy. 30 down to the 29-yard line, and there's going to be a flag on the play. Looked like it was thrown in the area of uh, the offensive line, so I wonder if there was a hold or maybe hands to the vase. We'll see. Quite possibly. It looks like it's in there. Going to be a hold on the Bobcats. I'm going to move them back five yards. Got down to around the 28-yard line, but you can erase that. He's running that little pitch play, trying to seal sort of. It would make a seal to the outside and a seal to the inside and get Parker try to ride up to the middle of running through there. and it, Somebody got a hold on somebody. So I'll move them back to the 41-yard line, first down and 20. A full house over on our side of the field. Very happy to see that, a full house on the far side of the field, too, with the Meek home fans as well. It's a great atmosphere for high school football tonight. Jackson looking to pass. He's looking left side. Tate Bradford, he's in the backfield. He, oh, it in and out of his hands. Would have had it around the 10-yard line. It could have easily walked in the end zone, but it looked like right in the middle of where his two hands were about to converge and really in that football. Yeah, it was a good, good, good route, good throw, just a touch off of where we needed to be. So I'll bring up second down and 20 to go for the Bobcats. Ball at the 42-yard line. And that's uh, that kind of streak route that we haven't shown. That was, we had basically had all three routes going, uh, going on goes. Uh, hadn't really shown that a lot and something a little different for Meek to look at. Lovren calls for it, hands off to Parker Woodham. He'll bounce left side. He jumps over the offensive line that's on the ground, gets to the 40-yard line. A pretty cool jump over the offensive line to get an extra two yards, and he's now inside the 30 down to the 39. They have everybody in the line of scrimmage. It is uh, – they are going to try to stop Parker. That is their their plan. Uh, they take the guys out that – that going out, if we split Tate or somebody out, they're they're going out with them, but everybody else is within five yards of the offensive line of scrimmage. 
Third down, 17 to go. Will be another shotgun set for the Bobcats. Lining up as a wide out to the right side will be Tate Bradford. Sidecar right is Parker Woodham. Jackson looking to pass. He's going to go left side. Guy McManus is open, and that's going to be a pass interference flag, we hope. The officials don't see it that way, and that's going to bring up fourth down for the Bobcats. Guy McManus being covered by a guy, I kid you not, uh, double his height, and then uh, number 42, Braylon Roberts. That's not the first time we've called his name out. It probably won't be the last time either for defense, but he had about a five, six-inch vertical on him, and I uh, think uh, Woodland trying to get a penalty and trying to get closer to the sticks, but it didn't quite work out, and that'll be the second time that the Bobcats will punt tonight. I, I'm going to be honest, those couple of passes are um, – Knuckleball <laughs> – excuse me, knuckleball punt that will bounce to the 20-yard line. It will be touched by Mick Bailey. They're going to set up shop, uh, I believe, officially at the 20-yard line with 425 to go in the opening quarter. No score between Meek and Woodland as the Meek Tigers start their second possession of the night. Now, I was saying those, uh, those passes not connecting but look promising. It's something that, as the offense coordinator, you would come back to later. Absolutely. 4.25 to go here in the opening quarter. The Bobcat defensive line doing a great job of stopping the meek offensive rushing attack. They have a stable of about four running backs that we'll see the big guy being number one, Matthew Clark. And they're going to hand off left side. And he doesn't get far at all as he gets to the 21-yard line. So a gain of about one on the play for Meek. He actually got the handoff on that play Matthew Clark did. That will bring up second down. Matthew Clark, uh, the bell cow of this four-man uh, rotation, getting over his 1,000-yard mark last week, something that he said has been a goal for him since he was a freshman. Yeah, that's, uh, that's great. So four minutes to go. Clock continuing to run here you know, in Arley. Tidwell under center. He's going to hand off left side, and he shakes one tackle, shakes two. Still on his feet, he goes down to the 26-yard line. So a gain of five that time for the Meek Tigers. That'll bring up third down and about possibly three to go. Defensively, we played it correctly. We just didn't make the tackle at the point of, uh, of contact. Uh, doing something a little different tonight that we haven't done always. Uh, we are rotating our rover strong and, and weak. Yeah, Austin Champion, Logan Barrett, those two guys, two guys with a lot of mass, two guys with a lot of speed. Third down for the Tigers. They're going to throw out in the flat, and it's incomplete. They threw out as quickly as they could in the flat. I believe that was number six, Ori Firth, the intended receiver on the play for Meek. Woodland sniffed that out immediately, and that's going to bring up a fourth down situation. That's one thing I do like seeing Brett there because watching on film, the very few times that Meek does pass, they do like to throw those passes where they take the snap, they turn, rotate, throw right at the line of scrimmage, and they're able to get some passes on it because not a lot of people are used to Meek throwing the football, and Woodland sniffed it out immediately. I think if we keep doing that, take that out of their playbook, it's going to be great. Yeah. Fourth down, Meek punts this one away. It's going to cross midfield and go out of bounds inside the 45-yard line down to the 44, and that's where the Bobcats will start their next possession. Before we start the next possession, we'd like to tell you about the HSAA championship events that are made possible by the support 
of corporate partners in Alabama Power Company, Alpha Insurance, Coca-Cola, Encore Rehabilitation, Future Ones, Jacks, Team IP, and Wilson, and our corporate sponsors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Alabama, Cadence Bank, Play On Sports, and TNT Fireworks. These fine corporate citizens are worthy of your support. A special thank you to our corporate partners, that PSA coming to you from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. They're going to say it went out of bounds at midfield, so the Bobcats will start with exactly 50 yards to go with 3.05 here in the first quarter. The handoff, Parker, he'll bounce out, gets inside Meek territory, but I think down to about the 49-yard line is all he's going to get. So Parker getting carries, trying to do whatever he can to get positive yards, but again, not a lot coming to him right now. No, I'm telling you, it is really tough right there. It is tough sledding. I can't even tell you really what kind of defense they are lining up in. It is just a let's blob up the middle kind of defense. So second down and nine from the 49-yard line for the Bobcats. Tate Bradford lined up as a wide out to the near side. Jackson calling for it. He's going to go right side. It's incomplete intended for Tate. Would have hit him right in the chest around the 40-yard line, but I think Tate just a smidge, just a smidge too fast on that yeah. one to reel it in, and that's going to bring up third down and nine. Had to, had to kind of turn back on it. Tough catch if he was to make it. They've come that close twice so it's, far. I feel like they're going to connect once, and it's going to be a huge play. That's going to be my prediction right here. They're going to connect, and it's going to be at a very pivotal moment in this football game. I, I mean, if nothing else, let's get ten guys out of the box. They literally have ten guys in the box and one guy on Tate out there. Shotgun he's playing 12 yards off the ball. Pitch right side, Parker Woodham. He's got Good space, 45-40, 35-30, down the sideline, 25-20, 15-10-5. lights. Parker Woodham, touchdown, Woodland Bobcats. Untouched, 49 yards, and the Cats strike first. Could not draw that play up any better. Pitch to the right, and he took it in with the seam and just went down the sideline for the score. That was a great run, great run. 2.16 to go in the opening quarter, and Woodland strikes first. Lining up for the 56 vintage market extra point attempt will be Parker Woodham. Good snap. The kick is up, and it is good. For Parker Woodham, that is his 21st rushing touchdown of the season. And for his extra points, he is now 23 of 26 on the year. Vintage and antique furniture, home furnishings, new home decor, and much more. Stop by 56 Vintage Market on County Road 56 inside the old New Hope School Building to find that perfect piece for your home update. 2.16 to go opening quarter. Woodland 7, Meek nothing. You're listening to Bobcats Football from High School Sports. Hey, this Deshaun Davis, former linebacker for the Auburn Tigers for Robinson's Air Repair. With over 20 years of experience in the heating and cooling industry, Robinson's Air Repair has the knowledge to fix your system right the first time, guaranteed, with no guesswork needed. From service and repair to warranty work and installation, whatever you need, Robinson Air Repair has you covered. Give Robinson Air Repair a call today at 334-646-0154. Robinson's Air Repair, Alabama license number 08080. Bobcats Tigers round two action continues now on iSchool Sports Network. For the Reliance Realty scoring recap presented by your premier source for real estate information and services, Reliance Realty. Here's Brett Waits. Taylor, that, that drive went three plays. Uh, for 50 yards, capped off by a 49-yard Parker Woodham touchdown run. It was a thing of beauty. List with confidence purchased with pride. Visit Reliancerealty.com or phone 334-863-2161. 
Noah Leach lined up to kick this one away for the Bobcats. It's going to be a high kick that will be fielded inside the 35. And Avery Porter wraps him up as soon as he makes the play. And down he goes at the 35-yard line. That's a freshman, number one, Avery Porter. Remember that name. We're going to be calling his name out a lot in the next couple of years. First down and 10, Tigers at the 35. He was laying the wood to him right there. 2-11 to go in the opening quarter. Your score, 7-0 in favor of the Bobcats. Try to find some uh, scores for you here. After this play, we'll let Brett Waits give you a look at the iSchool Sports Network scoreboard. Meek looking to answer here. Under center they go. Via pitch left side. And he tries to cut up and find space, but he'll get to about the 35-yard line, and that's it. And that'll be only back to the line of scrimmage they go. For a look at the iSchool Sports Network scoreboard, here's Brett Waits. Hey, uh, we have Wadley up 7 to nothing over Hubbardville in the first quarter. Handley also up 7 to nothing, And Lynette and Laverne are tied at 0-0. And right here, 7 to nothing in favor of the Woodland Bobcats. Be sure to stay tuned at halftime as we'll give an extended look at scores from around our area and our state. Second down behind the sticks. They're going to hand off again, and they can't find it. They cannot get an answer to get through this Bobcat defensive line. They'll fall back to the 33-yard line now. So now third down and 12, a minute and a half to go in this one, in this first quarter. Defense right there, both of those plays, they are, they are playing great run fits. They're lining up where they're supposed to be, playing sound, and that's what they needed to do. Third down and about 12 to go for the Meek Tigers at the 33-yard line. David Tidwell breaks the huddle, gets his guys back up to the line. They've got two in the backfield, a wide out lined up near side, covering him, Tate Bradford. It's going to be a fake pitch. They're looking to pass. He's in trouble, throws it, is caught, gets to the 45-yard line. He's got first down yardage, and they're going to try to bring him down inside the 50, crossing into Woodland Territory down to the 47-yard line. Great pitch and catch there by the Meek Tigers, and there's a flag on the play. It was right there at the end, too. I don't know if they're talking or what. I got no score on the Winterboro Pickens County game, but I got raggling up 8-7 to seven over Decatur Harris. Wow. It's going to be a personal foul on the Bobcats. Not a good way to stop a drive right there if you're Woodland. Got about 17 yards on the catch, but they're going to get even more on that thanks to the unsportsmanlike conduct call. Couldn't really see what happened. There were... Uh, 11 guys on the field, and I think, or uh, 22 guys on the field, and I think 20 of them were in the middle of that scrum. Didn't see what happened, didn't see who the guilty party was, but Meek will take advantage as they had the ball now at the 32 yard line. They had two great plays stopping the run, and then you give up a little pass right there. You don't need to add to it by doing something not smart. Hands off up the middle, and he's hit hard by Kalen Houston, but he'll carry inside down to the 25-yard line. That is number 23, Blake Miller, on the carry for the Tigers. So we'll be second down and three, front nose of the football at the 25. Comfortable night as we start, but it'll be cooler by the time we get out of here, about 50 degrees at kickoff. Under center they go, handoff up the middle again to Miller and he bounces off a of blue hair and rolls back to the left side before finally coming down and that should be a first down for the Meek Tigers. Blue hair, it's like he bounced off of him, uh, like there was like some uh, ricochet action going on too. He bounced off blue hair and found some room to the right side 
and that'll bring them a first down for the Tigers as they get inside the 20, uh, about the 25-yard line. Well, that's a that's a little bigger back than uh, we're normally used to. Uh, he's about blue size, so. That'll do it for the first quarter of play. That first quarter brought to you by Gene Crouch and Keller Williams Realty. Gene Crouch and the Keller Williams team are your number one source for real estate information on Lake Weedowie. Your score as we go to the second, Woodland 7, Meek Nothing. You're listening to Bobcats Football and High School Sports. Are you looking for skilled physical therapy? If so, look no further than Elite Rehab. Locally owned and operated by doctorate-level physical therapists, Elite Rehab customizes each treatment to you so that you get the best outcome available for any condition that you're rehabilitating. We're currently located located in Roanoke, Alabama, but very soon we'll be opening a new clinic in Weedowie, Alabama, right next to Sweet Things Bakery. For more information, check us out online at EliteRehabPT.com. Vintage and antique furniture, decor for your farm or lake house. It's all at 56 Vintage Market in New Hope. 56 Vintage Market has that perfect piece to complete your home update. That's not all. Visit 56 Vintage Market on Facebook for a complete look at all vendors and items. It's all at 56 Vintage Market, 3500 County Road 56, inside the old New Hope School Building. Visit 56 Vintage Market online at 56VintageMarket.com. The home of the Woodland Bobcats. This is the iSchool Sports Network. To the second quarter we go. Woodland on top of Meek by a score of 7 to nothing. But the Tigers are trying to answer. Handoff left side of their tailback as he gets inside the 15-yard line. And that will bring up a second down for the Tigers. I'd like to tell you about this message from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. Good sportsmanship is a top priority for the AHSAA and our member schools. While you enjoy this outstanding event, please give all student-athletes your positive support and encouragement. Booing, taunting, and derogatory remarks directed at opponents or contest officials are unsportsmanlike and unacceptable. A PSA from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. Second down for the Tigers. They are looking to pass. Tidwell rolls right side, throws, and it is incomplete. In and out of the hands of Tate Bradford, but the intended receiver for uh, the Meat Tigers, I believe, was number 25, Jacob Smith. Uh, went in and out of both of their hands, thankfully, and that'll bring up third down for the Tigers. That was close. Tate had good position. It was going to uh, look like he was going to make a good play for the interception, and it just went right over him and right into the uh, hands of the receiver, and luckily he dropped it too. Clock stopped with 11.20 to go in the opening quarter, 7 to nothing. Uh, Tigers trailing Woodland. Third down, trying to get Woodland to move. It won't work. It'll be a handoff left side, and he's hit behind the line of scrimmage. He bounced off a, a Woodland Bobcat, but I believe Austin Champions can be the one credited with that tackle. Got back to the line of scrimmage and uh, right into the hands of Austin Champion. That'll bring up fourth down for Meek. Yeah, you can tell Parker got there early, and uh, they have been practicing against uh, or looking at what they're going to do against that big back. He is big, and Parker took him low, which was a smart call. 10.53 to go, fourth down, and about six to go for the Tigers inside the 15-yard line. The cries of defense can be heard on our side of the field. Under center, Tidwell goes. They're looking to pass. He's going to go left side again, and it is incomplete. Intended for number 11 for the Meek Tigers, Jarrett Benson. Jarrett Benson, the hero in the game last week as he's the one that had that scooping score that ultimately propelled Meek over the R.A. Hubbard Chiefs. They went for it on fourth down. They didn't get it. Bobcats take over with 10.32 to go in the second quarter. 
there's really no room past the uh, end zone right there. It goes straight almost. There's maybe three feet, and it goes right into the fence. Uh, kind of reminds me of Clay County's old field that used to go up, oh, goodness. up the uh, embankment. Up the hill one end zone and down the hill the other. Yeah. If you were getting a break free on one end zone, you wanted to do it going towards the school yeah. as opposed to the house that was uh, right beyond the uh, goal post. Shotgun set for Jackson Lover. It'll be a handoff. Parker Woodham, he lowers his shoulder. My goodness, he gets an extra five yards just by doing that. He'll get down to about the 23-yard line, a gain of about seven for Parker Woodham. Good run. He found a little crease, kept driving his feet. If any of the young kids are watching that, that's that's one of the things. If you want to be a running back, you have to drive your feet constantly. About a seven-yard carry, they'll say, at the 22-yard uh, line. Second down three for Woodland. 9.58 to go here in this second quarter. This second quarter brought to you by Wellborn Cabinets. Wellborn Cabinets is family-owned and operated and proud to manufacture cabinets locally in Ashland, Alabama. Parker in motion from left to right, but Jackson will get it on a keeper. He bounces to the left side and slips just behind the 20-yard line down to the 19, so a loss of about three for Jackson. Had good intentions, but on this very cold night that's got a lot of moisture in the air, something you're just unfortunately going to have to deal with. Yeah, yeah, it you know, just a little bit of humidity and a little bit of dew on the ground already and uh, just, just lost his footing. Third down and six to go for... Jackson Lovern and the Woodland Bobcats. They're now moving from right to left as you listen. Inside their own territory. Lovern will send Parker in motion from left to right. He'll get it on a pitch. Bounces out. Got room. He's to the 30, and he'll get knocked out of bounds around the 31-yard line. That should be good enough for a home star mortgage first down for the Woodland Bobcats. Great run to the outside on third and long. They'll say that he stepped out of bounds at the 29. 20, yeah, 29. Either way, it's a first down. 10-yard carry for Parker. That brings up first down. We need to keep the heat on them right here, make this a long drive. Uh, kind of looks like we got a couple of their guys with some uh, arms on their hips. Uh, maybe they're getting a little tired. Maybe we need to keep this moving. Jackson will get the snap, fakes the handoff to Parker. He'll bounce out left side. Nothing going on that one as he falls back to the 27-yard line. Just one where a couple of guys on the Meek defense tried to intercept the mesh point there, and they just kind of followed him the entire way down. Yeah. That makes it a hard read. You know, you, you're supposed to look at if he turns his shoulders in, uh, you keep it. If he if he keeps it, uh, if they keep their shoulders parallel, you give it. Uh, but those guys were kind of right there before you. he could even really make that read. Eight minutes to go here in the second quarter. Coming up at halftime, we'll take a look at what's been going on this week in Woodland Athletics as well as get you score updates from around our area and from around the state. And then, of course, we'll be talking about this game all coming up at halftime in about seven minutes and 50 seconds. Jackson looking to pass on third down. Right down the middle. Logan Barrett's wide open. He's got it in midfield. 40, 30. Keep going, Logan. Don't run out of gas. 10, 5, and down inside the five-yard line to the four-yard line. The first catch of the season for senior Logan Barrett. I think they've been waiting to draw that one up all year long, and that's going to be a huge first down for the Woodland Bobcats. Great play on a couple of the other um, passes that we've done. Logan has really popped open in the middle. I was wondering if we were going to try to come back and look to him. At that time, Jackson did, and uh, won a great play, great catch. 
So inside the five they go. They're now inside the first bank red zone. Some things change, but not at first bank where quality customer service remains the same. You'll like banking with us at first bank. Shotgun set, pitch to the left side, Parker Woodham. He's got the gap. He carries a Tiger to the one-yard line. Just that close right, from getting that touchdown. We're kind of stuck in a position right here where we can't really see this far left end, and uh, it, yeah, he was awful close to me. Three-yard carry there for Parker Woodham down to the one-yard line. Got a handful of things that you can do here, but – but it's good to be in that situation and have a handful of things That's you can right. do. Yeah. yeah. 13 on the play clock as they break the huddle. 6.45 to go until halftime. Jackson hands off to Parker Woodham, lowers the shoulder as he bounces in the end zone, give it to him. They do. Touchdown, Parker Woodham. Touchdown, Woodland Bobcats. Well, you can do a lot of things right there, like you said, Taylor, but one of the big things you probably ought to do is line up and run right under Blue Heron and uh, Kalen Houston. Uh, and they'll move the pile and get you a touchdown. Bobcats extend their lead to 13-0 with 6.37 to go in the second quarter. One-yard rush there by Parker Woodham, his second of the game, number 22 on the season. He'll line up for the 56 vintage market extra point attempt. High snap, but a good place, and that kick will sail on top of the hill and towards the Meek High School Gymnasium. Vintage and antique furniture, home furnishings, new home decor, and much more. Stop by 56 Vintage Market on County Road 56 inside the old New Hope School building to find that perfect piece for your home update. 6.37 to go until halftime. Woodland 14 and Meek nothing. You're listening to Bobcats Football and High School Sports. A full-service cemetery and memorial works company, that's Heron Monument and Memorial. They handle memorials, markers, and more with a wide selection of sizes, colors, and shapes. They also create signage and plaques for your home or business, as well as monument cleaning, sandblasting, and restoration. To see how Heron Monument and Memorial can help you, visit them at 124 Woodland Drive or call 256-610-3557. Heron Monument and Memorial. From our family to yours. Now, back to Woodland versus Meek on iSchool Sports Network. Here's Brett Waits and Taylor Jones. For the Reliance Realty scoring recap, presented by your premier source for real estate information and services, Reliance Realty. Here's Brett Waits. That was a, a seven-play drive capped off by a one-yard Parker Woodham touchdown run, but you had a long pass by Logan Barrett to set it up. List with confidence, purchase with pride. Visit Reliance Realty or phone 334-863-2161. What a great kick by Noah Waits. Going to be negated. Looks like we're going to be offsides. Uh, just a little too excited there, but you can't take anything away from that beautiful kick that landed inside the 20-yard line by Noah. Yeah, he got a little foot on that one. And, hey, we were talking about us being in and out of here at about 8.30. It is 7.33 as I say this right now, and we're already halfway through the second quarter. It's a good start. That's a good start. Yeah. That's a good start. You know, y'all talked about it in the uh, coaches' show about the 90-minute game. I mean, you might be on Hey, it. yeah, I think we're <laughs> going to be there. So, Noah Waits will try this one away, uh, try this one again. Mac to return this kick for the Meek Tigers, number six, Ori Firth, and number 24, Cameron Deaver. I'm just going to give you my opinion. I try to put it right on the 40-yard line. They don't have anybody right there. See if we could get somebody to run down and get under it. Another beautiful kick that will be taken inside the 25 this time, taking about the 21. Gets to the 25, 30, 35, and the guy that 
kick the ball was going to be the one that starts the tackle. Noah Waits will make the tackle around the 35-yard line as well as a host of Bobcats, including Levi Pearman. That will bring up first down and 10 Tigers from their own 35. Not a bad start after the penalty kick. So other than one long run, though, the Woodland defense has done a great job at figuring out Meek's run game. Stifling. They have been stifling. I'm telling you, if you really love football, this is this 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 matchup here with us is a great matchup. It's a great game. Uh, just a lot of fun to watch this. This is real old-time football. Under center go the Tigers. will hand off to his tailback left side. He'll cross the 40-yard line down to about the 41. That'll bring up second down about six. You can tell we've worked hard this week on setting the edge. Austin Champion coming in, turning his shoulders. He's got it set. They're going to have to run under him. Uh, they had, He had to turn it up. He was able to get a few yards, but we're going to get guys there. It's going to be – we're playing this like we need to play it. 6.05 to go until halftime. Woodland on top, 14-0 over the Meek Tigers. Under center they go. will be a fake handoff. Rollins pressuring and throws. It is incomplete. Great. Oh, they're going to get Chandler Mitchell with pass interference. Oh, my goodness. Went up for the football, made slight contact with him, and the Cats are going to pay, unfortunately. Nothing wrong with what Chandler Mitchell did. It's just yeah, I don't, I don't things think so. you got to call, I reckon. Yeah, I don't think so. They're going like to say it. that uh, Chandler hit him, I guess, a little too hard. And that will bring up a first down. Catch would have been made around the 50-yard line, but the great coverage of Chandler Mitchell broke that up. But uh, Meek's going to get their uh, going to get their yardage yeah. on uh, this spot anyway. He was there. He made a great play. Uh, that's all I'm going to say about it. First down from the Bobcat 44-yard line. 5:48 to go in the second quarter. 14 nothing Cats. Officials waiting on the play clock to start. They'll start it, and we're good to go. Under center they go. Hand off left side. Can't find space. And he'll, oh, there's a fumble on the play. Is there a fumble on the play? I believe Meek is going to fall on at the 42-yard line. It was number 24, Cameron Deaver. Uh, kind of doing the Parker Wooden play there, just knowing he wasn't going to get anything straight yeah. up going forward. So he just kind of dove, lost the football, but he fell on top of it. Like I said, I like where we're playing on, on defense. I like us. I'd like to see our run fits come up a little more. He didn't have anywhere to go. He knew he couldn't take it outside. He's trying to, he was indecisive about cutting it back up. We need to have a guy there a little quicker. 5.14 to go until halftime. Bobcats on top by 14. Ball at the 42-yard line. Second down and nine to go. One receiver lined up near side. It's going to be a handoff to the left side. He'll bounce up, and Austin Champion knocks him back even further. That'll allow uh, Logan Barrett to hit him at the 45-yard line. So a loss of about two on the play for the Meek Tigers. Third down behind the sticks. I was worried a touch about Austin right there. He had... He's been doing a good job of, of bouncing the guys inside. Uh, the big back, he was getting around to the outside of it, but Austin has enough speed that he was able to kind of make him turn and make him bounce around outside, and he was able to run with him. So we'll have it now. Front nose of the football at the 45-yard line for Meek. Woodland has done a great job stopping him on third down so far tonight. Let's see if we can do it one more time. Let's hunker down, Cats, one more time. Under center goes David Tidwell, and there's a flag on the play. I believe the Tigers moved early. Keen eye on this near side official for seeing that. 
and that'll move them back five yards to the mid to uh, midfield. It's now about 20 yards to go until they uh, get that first down. Yeah, you know you're looking at something in a pass right here. And I believe the Bobcats are going to call a timeout. We'll take one with them with 4.16 to go in the second quarter. 14-0 Bobcats on top. You're listening to Bobcats Football from High School Sports. Young's Drug and General Store in Woodland is your local, independently owned pharmacy. Young's offers a variety of services for your convenience, such as online prescription refill, compounding, immunizations, and even diabetes education. There's also a drive through window. While you're here, check out the gun and ammo shop, as well as the apparel and $1 section. Young's Drug and General Store, 24460 Highway 48, Woodland. Benefield Funeral Home is proud to be family-owned and operated with a long-standing tradition of providing caring and compassionate services. Here when you need us since 1972, 49 years of service in your time of need, providing pre-arrangement or at-need funeral services to family satisfaction, handling all types of cemetery work from headstones to coping walls. Benefield Funeral Home serving Randolph County and the surrounding areas. Our family serving yours during your time of need. Following the timeout, looking to throw in the right side. Caught at the 45, down at the 40 he goes. Still a long way to go for the first down as that will bring up fourth down at about eight to go from the 40-yard line. Just trying a quick pass there, Meek did, and uh, they didn't get the yardage they needed for a first. Yeah, he kind of rolled it to the right and then a throwback to the left. Not not, not quite a screen, but but kind of a, just a little dump back to the left over there. With the, got everybody going over this way. They're going for it again. 3.46 to go, fourth down and about eight to go from the 40. Fake the pitch, looking to throw right side over the top. They go, and it is incomplete. Should have been pass interference on the offense it right there. That was way more contact than Chandler Mitchell gave uh, the Meek offensive player there when he got his penalty. But, you know, it doesn't really matter. Woodland's going to have the ball first down and 10 from their own 40-yard line. You know, I talked about uh, – their coach being a defensive coach, kind of odd to be going on uh, fourth down so much. You could pin them deep from here if on, on a punt and, um, you know, make the offense drive a little bit. Him kind of being aggressive right here, um, you know, first time in the playoffs in a while, and um, maybe that's their mentality at this point. Ball at the 40-yard line, first down and 10 Bobcats. Lined up sidecar right is – Parker Woodham, he'll send Guy McManus in motion from left to right. He fakes the handoff. Jackson gets popped behind the line of scrimmage down to the 39. Luckily, only losing a yard on the play. Yeah, they, they just kind of read that key real, real easily right there. It was in the backfield on him. So they'll have the ball at the 39-yard line inside three and a half to go. And coming up at halftime, we'll have uh, we'll have some halftime scores as well as what else has been going on at Woodland High School this week. Lovren calls for it in motion from right to left as Parker Jackson looking to throw. Guy McManus catches it at the 49-yard line, down to the 45. He goes first down and 10. Homestar Mortgage first down for the Woodland Bobcats. Guy McManus on the catch at the 45. I'm going to tell you, I like it. We have added some new wrinkles into the offense this week. Uh, I mean, it's what better time to bring them out, second round of playoffs. And Meek will call a timeout to discuss what they're going to do in the next two and a half minutes. Bobcats on top, 14 to nothing over Meek. You're listening to Bobcats football from high school sports. 
Cracked windshields, deer damage, dents, paint jobs, and restorations. There's no job too small or too large for the guys at Randy's Paint and Body Shop on County Road 87. Randy Jennings has served Woodland and the Randolph County area for 35 years and is ready to make your vehicle look brand new, no matter the condition. Visit Randy's Paint and Body Shop on Facebook to see their latest projects. Randy's Paint and Body Shop, 16711 County Road 87 in the Gray Hill community. Call Randy today at 256 449 6282. Some things change, but not First Bank, where quality customer service remains the same. First Bank's Go Mobile app, allowing customers access to their accounts on the go. Home loans, longer terms, no minimum loan amount. All types of loans you need serviced from the local branches. Just another reason you'll like banking with us. First Bank, branches in Wadley, Roanoke, Hollis Crossroads, Rockford, and Goodwater. You'll like banking with us at First Bank, member FDIC. You're listening to Woodland versus Meek in round two of the Alabama High School Athletic Association playoffs on your home for Woodland Bobcat football, iSchool Sports Network. Jackson looking to pass again on first down from the 45. He rolls out to the right side, throws, and it is incomplete. Intended for Guy McManus, but threw it just a little wide of him, and that'll bring up second down. Yeah, a little more passing tonight. That's a, that's a whole new Bobcat offense. But you really got to do something here. Like I said, I, I can't even tell you. They've got so many guys in the box. There's 10 guys in the box. It's it's hard to run against that. I don't care what you do. Um, you've got to do something to back them off a little bit. To Meek's credit, they're not backing off. Second down from the Meek 45-yard line. Jackson's in Parker in motion. He'll get it on a pitch, gets back to the line of scrimmage, finds room at the 40-yard line, pushed out of bounds inside the 35, down to the 34, about one yard to go until they get that first down. If I would call their defense anything, it looks almost like a seven-diamond. So they will give them a first down and 10 from the 35-yard line. A pretty good ball spot there and we'll take it. I knew it was going to be real close. Usually when they push them out of bounds, you don't really know where they're going to do it. Sometimes they say it was five yards deeper than you thought, and sometimes it's a lot closer than you thought. Yeah. So I thought he was about a yard shy, but he does get the first down at the 35. Jackson calls for the handoff, but there is a flag blowing the play dead. You see a false start or an offside? I, I, I couldn't see. It'll be false start on the Bobcats. That will move them back to the 40. Two twenty-seven to go until halftime. Fourteen nothing. Woodland on top. Shotgun set. Hands off Parker. He's got room up the middle, but he doesn't get much further than that. I think maybe to the thirty-nine yard line. The official's going to be generous there and give him a one-yard carry. I know I keep trying to describe how their defense is. The only thing I could other say, like I said, it's almost like a seven diamond. It would be like you're playing goal line defense the entire field. You know, it, it's it's like we're on the one-yard line all the time. They they have everybody right there trying to stop us. Coach Charles Jetmore listening to us tonight. He called it a 7-4. 7-4. Huh. 
And that, that does exactly what it looks like. There's no one five yards beyond the line of scrimmage. Jackson looking to throw right side, and it is over the head of Logan Barrett incomplete. Would have had it inside the five-yard line, but just a little too tall for Barrett, and he was double covered. So they knew not to leave him alone for too much longer after that uh, play on the last drive. Oh, yeah. Best thing maybe we could do is we're softening them up with some of that a little bit, and that'll open up some running lanes later in the, in the game. If you can believe it, that is the seventh pass attempt of the night from Jackson Lovern. Seven. Are we out? Are we out throwing? Uh, do we have more passing yards than rushing yards? No, I don't. I don't think that's Still true. Not. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> It'll be a pitch right side. Parker he throws up the stiff arm. That's not going to work as he's hit behind the line down to the 41. So a loss of about two, and that'll bring up fourth down for the Bobcats. They had a guy coming pretty quick right there on that pitch. They read it and come on at him. Meek will take a timeout. We'll take one with him. When we come back, Woodland will have the ball fourth down, 128 to go until halftime, 14-0 Cats. You're listening to Woodland Football from iSchool Sports. Some things change, but not First Bank, where quality customer service remains the same. First Bank's Go Mobile app allowing customers access to their accounts on the go. Home loans, longer terms, no minimum loan amount. All types of loans you need serviced from the local branches. Just another reason you'll like banking with us. First Bank, branches in Wadley, Roanoke, Hollis Crossroads, Rockford, and Goodwater. You'll like banking with us at First Bank, member FDIC. We've got you covered. iSchool Sports Network's coverage of Woodland Bobcat football continues now. 128 to go in the second quarter. Woodland on top, 14 to nothing over the Meek Tigers. Fourth down and about 16 to go. Tate Bradford will line up to punt this one away. No one deep for Meek. I think they're just going to let this one. Oh, now they are going to send somebody back finally. Not too far, though, is Ori Firth going to be the guy. Good punt. It sails over Firth's head. He'll have to go back and get this one inside the 15, and he's upended just shy of the 20-yard line. First down and 10, Meek, with 1.15 to go in the second quarter. It's a long way to go. Take a look at some scores from around the area coming up at halftime. And I think we are going to have another timeout. Woodland will take a timeout. We'll take one with them. One fourteen to go until halftime. 14-0 in favor of the Cats here on iSchool Sports. On the banks of the Little Tallapoosa stands the small town of Woodland, Alabama, a wholesome place built on family, friendship, and hard work. A great community plus a great school makes Woodland the perfect place to raise a family. The only thing we pride ourselves on more than family is our love for the Bobcats. There's a special place underneath those towers. Woodland, Alabama, a place to call home. Farm Boys, now open at their new location in the old Happy Trails Restaurant, 32498 Highway 431. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, and that delicious seafood buffet. The breakfast buffet is served Saturday and Sunday until 11 a.m. Seafood buffet Saturdays from 4 p.m. until closed. Farm Boys, serving breakfast, smoked meats, barbecue, steak, and seafood. Now at our new location in the old Happy Trails Restaurant in Welch. I'm Dr. Don, and I approve this restaurant. 
You're listening to Woodland versus Meek in round two of the Alabama High School Athletic Association playoffs on your home for Woodland Bobcat football, iSchool Sports Network. Fine with a timeout, Meek has the ball first down and 10. They will hand off up the middle to their big guy that will cross inside the 25-yard line down to the 26. 105 to go until halftime with an on top 14-0. Taking a look at our... Uh, next opponent, if we were to win this football game, uh, Wadley 21, Hubbardville 7, that game in the second quarter. Will be another handoff left side this time. Can't find the gap, cuts back up the middle. Logan Barrett will wrap him up, and he'll be carried down to the 35-yard line. Good effort there by Logan Barrett to stay with him, and that will bring up a first down and 10 for the Tigers. Inside, 30 seconds to go now. Hurry up, no huddle for the Tigers as David Tidwell lines up under center. Fakes the handoff, going to throw up the middle, and it is caught. And Chandler Mitchell will push him down inside Bobcat territory at the 40-yard line. Again, just one of those that uh, he reeled it in, uh, maybe gave him an inch or two, and he took it. I couldn't tell. It was real close to the sideline over there. I thought he was going to be out of bounds. So first down and 10, Tigers Meek trying to get on the scoreboard before the end of the half, 13-0, or 14-0 rather. Scoreboard has 13. I believe Parker made his extra point. But we'll have to confer that at, uh, at the half. Nobody in the backfield for the Tigers. It'll be a handoff, and that uh, is going to be blown up. Gets back to the line of scrimmage and down to the 39 he goes. It was a handoff to a, to a wing back, if you will. He ran the reverse, and it was almost blown up. I think he was looking to pass. No chance he was going to get that pass off, and he has to settle for a two-yard game. Five was, seconds to go until halftime. They've got to hurry up and get the snap off. Two, one. They do get the snap off. They're looking to pass, but it is rushed, though, and it is caught. Chandler Mitchell wraps him up. Get him down before he gets into the goal line, guys. He crosses inside the 10 and will be stopped just short of the goal line. Your score at halftime, 13-0 in favor of the Woodland Bobcats. You're listening to Bobcats Football and High School Sports Network. Around here, farming isn't a hobby. It's a passion. So if you're looking for top quality work to make your farm more profitable, call on Johnson Ag Service. Johnson Ag Service provides fertilizer and lime spreader services to fit any operation and offers custom fertilizer blends specific to your crop needs. Call today, 256-473-9684. Johnson Ag Service, LLC, serving Randolph County and the surrounding areas. Taxpayers and business owners in Randolph County and the surrounding area have trusted Trailers Tax Service for their tax needs for over 35 years. Trailers Tax Service is a full-service tax station, filling your tax preparation, accounting, payroll, and bookkeeping needs while staying up to date with the latest tax updates. Let the fine folks at Trailers Tax Service handle your tax and accounting needs today. Trailers Tax Service is located in the heart of Woodland at 24245 Highway 48 in front of the post office. Appointments and walk-ins accepted, 256-449-6588. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave behind for your family can be intimidating. 
but the Knowles Group is here to help. We have deep roots here in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help you get in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or to set up an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles in Birmingham at 205-602-5065 today. They're located at 3800 Colonnade Parkway, Suite 540 in Birmingham, 35243. Securing software through Sage Point Financial Incorporated. SPF is separately owned and operated, and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services here are independent of SPF. Husqvarna has always been the know for industry-leading quality. Whether it's a chainsaw, weed eater, blower, or any other power tool, come by Meadows Farm Equipment with Dowie, Alabama, and check out our big selection. We also have Rhino and Dirt Dog Farm implements for those big jobs. Commercial and residential mowers featuring Husqvarna and Spartan for 42-inch to 72-inch cuts. Around the house or the farm, don't look any further than Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road, 811 in Widawi, or online at meadowsfarmequipment.com. At M.L. Aubrey, we're your one-stop shop for all things Christmas. Our Santa shack is filled with ornaments, Christmas trees, garland, and angels, and our lighted water lanterns are perfect for your little one's nightlight to welcome Santa. Our brewmate can and bottle koozies, topsy-turvy umbrellas, Bridgewater candles, and tea towels are always a great gift for that hard-to-shop-for friend. Don't forget, we're also your best source for Carhartt clothing and Georgia, Rocky, Danpost, Muck, and Roma boots. Give us a try this holiday season and shop local. We are M.L. Aubrey, Main Street, beautiful downtown Roanoke. This is where you hear the cats. This is the iSchool Sports Network. Taylor Jones with you at halftime of Woodland versus Meek in round two of the AHSAA Class 1A football playoffs. While we have a moment, let's take a look at what else is going on in Bobcat Athletics with a new feature called Woodland Weekly. It was a busy but very successful week in Woodland Athletics, so let's start off with a phrase that is starting to become very popular around campus. That was the volleyball team after they qualified for the state tournament three weeks ago in Montgomery. We got to hear that phrase again this week. Man, that never gets old. The phrase this time was uttered by the Woodland Varsity cheerleaders who competed in regionals Tuesday in Birmingham. The cheer squad placed second in varsity game day in first place in the co-ed traditional competition. With the hard work that the squad has put in this year, Coach Christy Nelson says it is rewarding to see all of that work pay off. They've put in a lot of work this year. They have uh, endured tumbling. Um, They have had different uh, people come in and work with them. They have gone to, of course, they went to camp this summer. And um, we've spent some late nights working. And um, for them to be able to pull it off yesterday and just to see the the joy on their faces and see how hard they worked together, it uh, it was a really awesome feeling to see what they're capable of and how they did it all together. Following tonight's game, the varsity cheerleaders will travel to Birmingham tomorrow to compete for the second time this week, where a different task is at hand. We're competing in the same type of things, but we're doing it um, to, to try to get a bid for nationals. So um, we can possibly qualify for nationals this weekend, or we could qualify if we do well at state. And, and both of those will be doing the same type of routines. From all of us at iSchool Sports Network and Woodland High School, we wish the Woodland varsity cheerleaders the best of luck tomorrow. On to basketball, where two Woodland athletes signed to continue their careers at the next level. Woodland Lady Cat Jaden Herring and her twin brother Justice signed scholarships to join the Southern Union Lady Bison basketball program. Jaden will be playing for the Lady Bison while Justice will serve as manager. How much better could it be for a brother and sister to continue their athletic careers at the college level? It does get better when you get to join the same program that your dad is the head coach of. 
Lady Bison head coach Lamont Herring discusses his emotions when watching the Twins sign scholarships to join his program and how their hard work has paid off to get them to this point. They just work. They work to get here. You know, I, I would have had them regardless whether they were my kids or not. If they were your kids, I would have signed these two to do the things they're going to do for us. So, But as a father, it's very special. I'm, I'm, I'm overwhelmed. I'm trying to just hold it back. But <laughs> it's, it's, it's very special. In, in, in one word, special. So. When asking Justice about his thoughts on joining the program, he says that it's a dream come true to join his dad in Wadley and that he is ready to get to work. For Jaden, signing a scholarship to play basketball is a lifetime of work in the making. I've worked really hard for this, and all the hard work's paid off, and I look forward to playing ball for my dad. Stay tuned for Woodland Basketball as the date of the first game will be determined at a later date. That's a look at what's happening around Bobcat Athletics. This has been Woodland Weekly. I'm Taylor Jones. Stay tuned as Brett Waits and I take a look at scores from our area and the rest of the state right here on iSchool Sports Network. The Rehab Center at Trailer utilizes a wonderful team of nurse practitioners, therapists, mental health nurses, social workers, and dietitians. A partner with Champion, the Rehab Center at Trailer provides the absolute best in physical, speech, and occupational therapy for our short-term rehab patients as well as our long-term care residents. Visit TrailerHealth.com for more information about the Rehab Center at Trailer. These are roaring with hometown pride. Here at First Bank of Alabama, our bank family is cheering for your team too. We support all our local communities with state-of-the-art banking. From checking to savings, construction loans, home equity, and home mortgages, we provide all of your consumer and commercial banking needs. We want you to bank how you want. Whether it's online, in-person, mobile, or telephone banking, we make it easy for you. Visit us at firstbankal.com to find the most convenient way for you to bank. First Bank of Alabama, where you are first. First Bank of Alabama, member FDIC, equal housing lender. The Rehab Center at Trailer utilizes a wonderful team of nurse practitioners, therapists, mental health nurses, social workers, and dietitians. A partner with Champion, the Rehab Center at Trailer provides the absolute best in physical, speech, and occupational therapy for our short-term rehab patients as well as our long-term care residents. Visit TrailerHealth.com for more information about the Rehab Center at Trailer. WM Grocery with four locations serving East Alabama. A full deli open seven days a week. Be sure to download the WM Grocery app from the App Store or Google Play. Download and save today with the WM Grocery app where the deals of the week are included and you can make your shopping list and earn points for even more savings. Every Tuesday is Senior Day featuring 10% off for seniors. Watch out for Monday Madness and Friday Flash. Make shopping easy at WM Grocery, Heflin, Piedmont, Roanoke, and Weedowie. Ray Bucks Farm Supply, getting you ready for the fall. Three different kinds of plot mixes in stock. For you hunters, we have game and trail cameras. Also, buck muscle. Don't forget our farm-raised beef from our farm. Ray Bucks has commodity blend cattle feed. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for all of our specials. Look for our Ray Bucks sign on Highway 48 in Woodland. Let Ray Bucks Farm Supply get you ready for the fall. Ray Bucks Farm Supply in Woodland. Now, back to Woodland versus Meek on iSchool Sports Network. Here's Brett Waits and Taylor Jones. Halftime here at Meek High School, 13-0 in favor of the Bobcats. Parker Woodham unofficially has 
uh, 17 carries for 97 yards and two touchdowns for Jackson Lovren. Four carries, or uh, yeah, four carries for negative 12 yards. He's one of seven passing for 69 yards, and that one catch went to Logan Barrett, his first catch of the year, and of course, 69 yards. So our halftime score here: 13 nothing in favor of the Woodland Bobcats. For a look around uh, some of our local teams and some other teams from around the state, here's Brett Waits. Yeah, we got Wadley uh, 21, Hubbardville 7. Uh, the score I have is also Handley 22, Bibb 7. Um, Winneboro, uh, another one of our region opponents, uh, 0, Pickens County 26. Uh, Pickens County, you know, has a, has a good tradition over there uh, playing good football. Uh, I have Raglan trailing uh, Decatur Heritage 22-16. Uh, to 16. Uh, I have Faith Academy 13, Clay Central 6. Uh, Auburn 21, Enterprise 7, uh, Alexandria 7, Parker 0, Phoenix City 21, Theodore 14, Pinson Valley 7, Oxford 0, Piedmont 17, Lauderdale County 0, and then a little bit of an upset going on, uh, Hewitt Trustful 6, Hoover 0. Wow. Big, wow. big right there. Thompson 14, Oak Mountain 7. And if you're following the rise of Montgomery Catholic, who has two or three or four or five uh, Division One prospects on their team, they are leading Bayside Academy 24-0. to zero. It is not a volleyball game at that point. Let's see, are they, uh, are they 3A or 4A? I know they were 4A at one point, but I can't I remember think it's if four. they I think it's I think 4A. It's 4A. Right Yes, yeah, it's, it's too bad that they don't have a uh, they don't share a region with Pike Road, that new school that was built about three years ago that's competing in Class 5A. Because can you imagine the football or really any kind of sport uh, Pike Road and Montgomery Catholic can do? Which I'm sure they probably play in other sports as well, but yeah. uh, just a lot of really good uh, football being played down there in the Montgomery area. Uh, halftime here, 13 nothing in favor of the Woodland Bobcats. The Woodland Bobcats marching band just performed. And Meek getting ready to perform here as well. Going to take another timeout, and when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about this game and what we want to see here in the second half. But at the break, it is 13-0 uh, in favor of the Woodland Bobcats here on iSchool Sports Network. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave behind for your family can seem intimidating. But the Knowles Group is here to help. We have deep roots here in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles in Birmingham at 205-602-5065 today. Located at 3800 Colonnade Parkway, Suite 540, Birmingham, Alabama, 35243. Security is offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is separately owned and operated, and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services here are independent of SPF. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 
Save every day at WM Grocery. Super Tuesday features a 10% discount to those 55 and older with certain restrictions, a full deli at all locations, the meat department with a full-time butcher, available for freshly cut meats. Be sure to look for the Pick 5 for just $19.99. If you don't have the WM Grocery app, download it to your smart device today and make shopping easy. WM Grocery with four locations open seven days a week. WM Grocery in Heflin, Piedmont, Widawi, and Roanoke, Alabama. So you want to know what it's like to be a college student at Southern Union? I'll tell you. You get the best of both worlds. Low costs and small class sizes, plus all the perks that come from attending a school in an ideal college setting. Get as involved on campus as you want, or buckle down and get ready to join the workforce fast. Visit suscc.edu to schedule an in-person tour or to register now for spring semester. Got about seven and a half minutes to go until we start the second half here in Meek. Home of the Meek High School Tigers and the Tigers trailing our Bobcats now by a score of 13 to nothing. And it's just been a game where, again, you know, Meek, we've seen signs of, you know, why they're here. We know why they're here. Uh, finishing as the third place team in uh, Region 6, a team that, or a region that we know from last year, of course, Barry Fayette, uh, the team that we played in the second round last year in that region. They lost their head coach. Actually, believe it or not, the guy that coached Barry Fayette last year left and is now coaching at Hubbardville, which is where uh, is who Wadley's playing this yeah. week. So we stayed in the region. Another county team gets to see him in the second round. Uh, but the one thing that's really jumping out at me right now was the Woodland defensive line is just playing lights out right now. Very few things have gotten through them. They have. They have really played well. Uh, they have stayed true to what they are supposed to do. They've made their reads. Uh, the defensive line is not getting out of position. Can't say enough of uh, how much uh, Austin Champion has done uh, running that strong side rover. They're rotating him on the strong side. They're going to run to that side a lot. And uh, he is hammering the uh, middle or hammering the outside, keeping them, pushing them back into the middle and uh, making the linebackers make tackles. He's doing a great job. And uh, we've seen a couple of passes by uh, the Meek Tigers. I think they've only connected on one, maybe two, but a good job on the uh, Woodland defensive secondary to really limit what they're able to do uh, throwing-wise as well. Yeah, you had the one pass interference that was sort of a phantom call. Um you know, kind of got him some yards on a pass and play, and then that one right there at the end as time expired. Um, but we've actually defended it really well also. And uh, what are some things that you'd like to see the Bobcats do in the second half in order to uh, put this game away? I'd like to see that defensive uh, performance continue. I'd like to see us stay in that. Uh, we got to stay sound with what we're doing. You can't get out of position because they're a lot like us. If you, They'll put some people in motion and they'll move some things, and if you give them a crease, uh, they'll be able to uh, make a play on you. Um, we got to do that. Now, also they're going to, as time starts going on, they're going to start trying to throw the ball a little more, and we're going to have to back out and be able to have that coverage. Uh, and on offense, we got to make – we just got to keep driving. Uh, long – just long drives that take up a lot of time and take out a lot of energy on the other team is what we need. 
as we mentioned earlier uh, in the broadcast, Coach Charles Jetmore listening to us today, and he's been sending me messages as he's uh, been listening to our broadcast. And uh, of course, he made the comment that we were like, we don't know what defense they're in, but he's like, yeah, I'm a football coach. That's a seven-four front with only one guy in the backfield, and that's pretty much what they're showing. They've got all eleven of their guys within a five-yard pattern. There's really not a you know a lot of space there. If you can somehow get over the top, then you're doing pretty well for yourself. Yeah. Uh, but he also said to uh, his opinion, uh, second half is going to be decided by which team doesn't do dumb things, especially penalties. Woodland's got a good head of steam going right now. They can't let one or two things uh, dictate that, and you don't want to give a team like Meek uh, any motivation at all no. to get back in this ballgame. No, you can't You can't give them any uh, – any, you got to keep Mo on your side. You know, she's got to stay with you, uh, and you can't, you can't make those decisions that put your team in a bind. And so that's where we have to really play sound. Absolutely, you're right. Going to take another timeout. When we come back, we will have uh, second-half action between the Bobcats and the Tigers right here in round two of the AHSAA playoffs. Woodland on top, 13-0 on iSchool Sports Network. Air Control in Roanoke, your heating and cooling MVP for many years. Air Control installs quality, affordable carrier systems and has experienced technicians that are trained to repair and maintain any HVAC system. Visit Air Control today at their new office located at 4547 Highway 431 in Roanoke or call 863-7700. Remember, if you had called Air Control, you'd be cool by now. Air Control, Alabama license number 92297. Cracked windshields, deer damage, dents, paint jobs, and restorations. There's no job too small or too large for the guys at Randy's Paint and Body Shop on County Road 87. Randy Jennings has served Woodland and the Randolph County area for 35 years and is ready to make your vehicle look brand new, no matter the condition. Visit Randy's Paint and Body Shop on Facebook to see their latest projects. Randy's Paint and Body Shop, 16711 County Road 87 in the Gray Hill community. Call Randy today at 256-449-6282. Hey, this is Sean Davis, former linebacker for the Auburn Tigers for Robinson's Air Repair. With over 20 years of experience in the heating and cooling industry, Robinson's Air Repair has the knowledge to fix your system right the first time, guaranteed, with no guesswork needed. From service and repair to warranty work and installation, whatever you need, Robinson Air Repair has you covered. Give Robinson Air Repair a call today at 334-646-0154. Robinson's Air Repair, Alabama license number 08080. If you love watching and listening to the game on iSchool Sports Network, you'll love reading about it in the Randolph Leader and on therandolphleader.com. All the big plays from the big games, the game-changing moments, and the players that made them happen. Daily updates on therandolphleader.com keep you up to speed all week long. Find stats, photos, stories, and complete coverage online and in our weekly print edition every Wednesday. Full-scale coverage of every local high school plus Southern Union Athletics with online subscriptions for as low as $26 per year. So check it out after the game, the Randolph Leader and therandolphleader.com. Vintage and antique furniture, decor for your farm or lake house. It's all at 56 Vintage Market in New Hope. 56 Vintage Market has that perfect piece to complete your home update. That's not all. Visit 56 Vintage Market on Facebook for a complete look at all vendors and items. It's all at 56 Vintage Market, 3500 County Road 56, inside the old New Hope School Building. Visit 56 Vintage Market online at 56vintagemarket.com.
Halftime here at Arley, Alabama, and Meek Field, home of the Meek Tigers, where the Woodland Bobcats are on top by a score of 13 to nothing over the Meek Tigers in round two of the AHSAA Class 1A playoffs. We're going to turn things over to Brett Waits for another look at the iSchool Sports Network scoreboard. A few more scores, Taylor. Uh, Sweetwater up big on Kinston. Uh, Opelika 14-7 over Spanish Fort in a tough uh, matchup. Hoover took the lead against Hewitt Trustful, 7-6. Auburn up 29 to Enterprise having 14. Uh, Jackson and St. James in a good one, 31-21 Jackson. Uh, Lynette 20, Luverne and my friend uh, Michael Kilpatrick's principal down there uh, at Luverne. They're getting beat 21 to nothing at the half by Lynette. Uh, St. Paul's Episcopal is 17, Pike Road 16. Oh, wow. Uh, Maplesville and Linden, those two will meet in the state championship a lot of good times. That's a that's a good matchup right there. Maplesville winning 14 to nothing. And Pinson Valley still up 6 to nothing on Oxford. And that's a look at the iSchool Sports Network scoreboard. Trying to look and see if we've got any updated scores from our county teams. Uh, it looks like Faith Academy up 19-6 over Clay Central, that game being played in Mobile. Uh, as we mentioned, Jackson over St. James. That'll be who the Hanley Tigers get next if they can hand all, or hold on and uh, win their game over the Bibb County Choctaws, which they are winning 22-7. Uh, 21-7 widely over Hubbardville. That'll be whoever wins this game will get the winner of that game. So it could be a rematch of Wadley and Woodland next week if both teams hold on. And I believe that is the uh, that's the only uh, local scores that we have here on iSchool Sports Network. One more timeout when we come back. Second half action between the Bobcats and the Tigers in round two of the AHSAA Class 1A playoffs here on iSchool Sports Network. On the banks of the Little Tallapoosa stands the small town of Woodland, Alabama a wholesome place built on family, friendship, and hard work. A great community, plus a great school, makes Woodland the perfect place to raise a family. The only thing we pride ourselves on more than family is our love for the Bobcats. There's a special place underneath those towers, Woodland, Alabama, a place to call home. Taxpayers and business owners in Randolph County and the surrounding area have trusted Trailers Tax Service for their tax needs for over 35 years. Trailers Tax Service is a full-service tax station, filling your tax preparation, accounting, payroll, and bookkeeping needs while staying up to date with the latest tax updates. Let the fine folks at Trailers Tax Service handle your tax and accounting needs today. Trailers Tax Service is located in the heart of Woodland at 24245 Highway 48 in front of the post office. Appointments and walk-ins accepted, 256-449-6588. Hello football fans! Over the past year, Southwire and our communities have come together as a team to tackle the pandemic and we've made incredible strides toward the end zone. This year, as we continue to focus on our health and safety, we hope that same level of teamwork and success continues on the field this football season. Become a part of the winning team and join the people behind the power today. To find a list of open positions, visit careers.southwire.com. Again, that's careers.southwire.com. Bobcats, Tigers, round two action continues now on iSchool Sports Network. In Alabama, good sportsmanship is a high school tradition, whether at home or on the road. Make our schools and our communities and our students proud by displaying positive sportsmanship. Good sportsmanship and positive citizenship are vital in the development of good citizens, and the AHSAA gladly welcomes the challenge of being the leader in sportsmanship and continuing this proud tradition. A public service message from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. Second half action getting ready to go here in Arley, Alabama, home of the Meek Tigers. 
as the Woodland Bobcats lead 13-0 over Meek. And the Tigers, they will get the ball to start this second half. Big half of football coming up here, Taylor. Yeah, looking forward to it. We look forward to uh, all of you guys being able to listen with us if you're not at the game. Pretty big crowd here in Woodland. Pretty big crowd. Indeed, they are loud and ready to go. Parker, line drive kick that will bounce inside the 25. Will be taken to the 25, to the 30, wide open space. He's hit at the 40, and down he goes at the 41-yard line. The guy that kicked it is the guy that delivered the punishing hit at the 40-yard line. Parker Woodham will start the Meek uh, offense at the uh, at their own 40-yard line. 11.54 to go here in the third. So, again, we've seen a lot of great things from this Woodland defensive line, but what is Meek going to do to try to avoid running right into him this time? I That's going to be key. Gonna, they're going to try to pass the ball a little bit more, um, try to get outside a little bit. Under center. Hand off to the tailback. He goes left side, gets to the line of scrimmage, maybe a yard or two on the play to the 44-yard line. That's going to bring up second down at about seven. Like I said, if I could say anything, the defense is doing really well. If I could say anything, I would like to see them fill that hole just a little bit faster. They had hit their Austin Champion is keeping them right there in at the in the backfield or at the line of scrimmage. We gotta get somebody there really fast. Only a yard gain, but um, he's having to make a decision to turn up. 11:25 to go. Second down and about eight to go. Hand off to the right side this time. Gets to the line of scrimmage, and he crosses the 45. A gain of about four on the play. A pretty solid carry there, but about four yards shy of that first down. You know, they can do a little more here. They pass a little more than we do, so uh, you can look for a pass here or uh, you know, maybe a toss or something to the outside. We've also Dude. seen them pass in this situation before, too, but whatever we can do to – Get them off the field and at least help us extend our lead. We've got to do. Third down. About four to go. Ball at the 46. Tidwell under center. Handoff up the middle. He gets to midfield. He's got space. 45-40. Parker's in a foot race with him as he gets inside the 30 and brought down inside the 20 he goes. Great carry there up the middle. I believe that is Ori Firth. Uh, getting the carry for, excuse me, that's number nine, Ethan Grace getting the carry for the Meek Tigers. They're now inside the red zone after breaking up that one big run up the middle. We knew they were eventually going to do that, but we've got to find a way to keep them out of the end zone here as they are inside the 20 down at the 11. Yeah, you just got to got to fill your gap right there. Got to keep him hugged, keep him hemmed up. First down and 10. And there's a fumble on the play, and that play's just going to be blown dead. No, they are going to pitch to their tailback, which I think was even a worse decision there, and they'll fall back to the 15-yard line. The quarterback received the snap of the football before he was ready, before the offensive line was ready. He saw that he was going to go down, and he finally just pitched it to his tailback, and I think they ended up losing two or three more yards. If uh, Probably the difference, if he had just held on to the football, he probably would have gotten back to the yeah. line of scrimmage. Just a very bizarre play right there, a panicked play, if you will. And that and, and that right there is what I like to see because if we can just put some panic in this offense, they're going to make decisions like that, and Woodland's going to capitalize. Oh, yeah. You know, anybody that you can make do more and more things, they're going to have a mistake every once in a while. 
Second down behind the stick. Second down at about 13 to go. The handoff left side runs into Austin Champion. That will allow a handful of Bobcats to wrap him up just shy of the 10-yard line down to the 11. So a gain of about four on the play for the Meek Tigers. About second or about third down and about eight. It'll be a long eight, maybe almost nine. They can't get a first down right at the one-yard line, maybe. Yeah, but at that point, he might as well put it in. Yeah. <laughs> Nine minutes to go here in the third quarter already. A very quick ball game as we as we predicted. Under center go the Tigers. Hand off left side. He finds room up the middle, but he's still shy of the goal line as he crosses down to the six-yard line. So a gain of about three, but about five yards shy of that first down. Quarterback comes all the way off the field to get the uh, get the play. And I believe they are going to call a timeout and talk about it with 8.32 to go in the third quarter, which is smart because we think about it, they probably only run maybe six or seven plays, but they burned almost four minutes here in the third quarter. 13-0, Bobcats on top. You're listening to Bobcats Football on iSchool Sports Network. Benefield Funeral Home is proud to be family-owned and operated with a long-standing tradition of providing caring and compassionate services. Here when you need us since 1972, 49 years of service in your time of need, providing pre-arrangement or at-need funeral services to family satisfaction, handling all types of cemetery work from headstones to coping walls. Benefield Funeral Home serving Randolph County and the surrounding areas. Our families serving yours during your time of need. We've got you covered. iSchool Sports Network's coverage of Woodland Bobcat football continues now. Following the timeout from Meek, they've got the ball fourth down at the about the eight-yard line. They need to get to about the one to convert. Under center, handoff to the tailback, and I think he's in the end zone. He will carry it nine yards for a score. So Meek is on the board with 8.26 to go in the opening quarter. I believe that was uh, – I believe that was Grace getting the carry there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Ethan Grace. So on the board is Meek in the third quarter. They will go for the two-point conversion, trying to cut into that Bobcat lead. I like our chances here. Yeah. I like our chances of stopping them right here. Under center. Handoff up the middle. He bounces off left side, and he'll get in easily. They had him stopped immediately, but they rolled out to the left side, found space, and it's now 13-8 to in favor of the Woodland Bobcats. Bobcats get the football when we return. 8.26 to go in the third quarter. Your score, 13-8, to Woodland. You're listening to Bobcats football and high school sports. In the market for power equipment to assist in making life easier around your yard, well, that wait is over. Meadows Farm Equipment in Weedowie is your one-stop place. From Husqvarna mowers, chainsaws, weed eaters, blowers, gas, or battery-powered, look no further than the good folks at Meadows Farm Equipment. Farm implements, harrows and plows by Rhino and Dirt Dog, trimmers and saws. Meadows, also your local dealer for Spartan mowers. Come by and check out our selection today. Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or online at MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. 
Planning for your retirement, funding your children's education, or building a legacy to leave your family does not have to be scary or complicated. The Knowles Group has over 20 years of experience helping families in Randolph County achieve their financial goals, and we would love to help you achieve yours. We have the experience and expertise necessary to help you navigate the world of financial planning for any stage of life. To ask any questions or set up an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles in Birmingham at 205-602-5065 today. Located at 3800 Colonnade Parkway, Suite 540, Birmingham, Alabama, 35243. Securities offered through Safe Financial Incorporated, SPS. Now, back to Woodland versus Meek on iSchool Sports Network. Here's Brett Waits and Taylor Jones. Kickoff taken by Parker Woodham down to the 37-yard line. That's where the Bobcats will start their first drive of the second half. Eight minutes and 18 seconds to go. Woodland leads 13-8 over the Meek Tigers. Meek Tigers getting a big run, setting them up inside the 10-yard line. They're able to score. So first down and 10, Jackson Lovern will pitch the ball left side to Parker Woodham, and he it bounces off of his shoulder pads and will have to fall back to the 31-yard line, and that will bring up second down. Not real sure what happened right there. Just kind of took the pitch and just went kind of behind him and kind of hard right at him. Also about six on the play, second down and 16 to go from the 31. Woodland this uh, third quarter now going back uh, right to left as you listen. Jackson calling for it, rolling out right side, and the flag will blow the play dead. These are the mistakes we did not need to start the half. Will be false start on Woodland. That will back him up five more yards. Those swings of momentum, and we need to take it back. So down to the 26-yard line they go, second down and 21. 7.28 to go in the third quarter, Woodland on top, 13-8. to Jackson calling for it, looking to pass. He's going to go right side, caught. Guy McManus at the 45. Two guys around him. Hold on to that football guy, and he'll go down to the 45-yard line. About four yard, or about three yards shy of the first down. What a great catch by number 10, Guy McManus. Great pass, great catch. It's a third down and uh, about two to go. Crowd really thought that that should have been a better spot. So third down for the Bobcats, shotgun set. Handoff, Parker Woodham, he's got the first down. Oh, no, he's going to get pushed back just shy, about a yard shy. Yeah, fourth down and about one to go. And so the Bobcats are going to punt this one away. Tough call for a coach right there. You want to think you could get that yard, especially with our offense. But if you can punt them deep, punt them and uh, pin them deep, that's, that's very good, especially the way your offense has been playing. 
And did it bounce off of the meat punt returner? I don't I don't know. They're going to say if it did, it's going to be at the 24-yard line. Meat called for the fair catch, but did it bounce off of him? Yeah, he touched it, whether he got back on it. And it looks like Meek will have the football at the 24-yard line. Just another tough break there for Woodland. Got to get another chance right here and stop him. Yeah, we can't make those mistakes we made last time. Need a little more push coming up the middle right here. So the Tigers will take over 5.48 to go in the third quarter. Woodland on top by a score of 13 to 8. Under center go the Tigers. Tidwell hands off to the tailback left side, gets to the line of scrimmage. Not a lot going there as he gets down to the 26. It's about a two-yard gain there on the play for the Tigers. Yeah. Good, a good defensive line play there. Kalen Houston, Blue Heron, linebackers, Mick Bailey, guy getting there. Clock continuing to run, 5.23 to go in the third quarter. Their lone receiver to the near side is going to be number seven, Hayden Smith. Hand off left side, and Avery Porter is going to wrap him up, and they'll bring him out of bounds. And they're going to say at the 30-yard line, Meek calling for a late call out of bounds, but when Avery carried him about seven yards, that can't really be the call, can yeah, it? Yeah, I, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, me. A guy that outweighs him by about 100 pounds. Yeah, I mean, you can't carry the guy for seven yards and then cry for a penalty. I know it's been a while since they've been here, but you can't do that. Yeah, yeah. So third down and about six to go, ball at the 30-yard line. Christian Beam checking in. Six-foot-eight Christian Beam. They're going to hand off left side, and he's not going to get it. He runs right into Eli Rollins, and he's going to be short by about a yard. Ball about the 34. And it looks like uh, I don't think we've seen Meek punt the ball uh, in this game. If we have, it's only been once, but. They do like to go for it. They like to bet on themselves and give themselves a shot. That's exactly what they're going to do here. Big call on. If you're Woodland, don't jump. That's all I got to say. Don't jump. Going to hand off up the middle, and the play, uh, play is blown dead. And did Woodland call timeout? Woodland called timeout. So we'll take a timeout with them. 4:29 to go in the third quarter. 13 to eight in favor of the Bobcats here on iSchool Sports. Welburn Cabinet in Clay County is growing. Multiple career opportunities are available with Welburn Cabinet, looking to employ over 150 more people. Welburn has been family-owned and operated since 1961. Very competitive pay based on experience and skills. Benefits include Blue Cross Blue Shield medical and dental insurance, short-term disability, 401k, paid vacations, and make sure to ask about our sign-on bonus. Join the Welburn Cabinet team today. Visit our website at welburn.com for more info. Williamsburg Manor 2, a family-owned assisted living facility located on the continuing care campus of Trailer Retirement Community, has over 55 years of experience in senior services. TRC is committed to providing the highest quality living in a tranquil and comfortable setting. If you need a caregiver after a recent hospitalization, short-term stays are available for all ages. And Trailer Retirement Community provides housekeeping and dietitian-approved meals. Visit TrailerHealth.com or call 334-863-3500. 
Hand off to the left side. They get first down yardage. They cross inside the 39-yard line. First down and 10 for the Tigers. Again, just you know, looking to go up the middle, but they bounced out to the left side and got that space. And now we've got to try to find a way to cover the outside. Yeah, it's a chess match right there. You know, you, you, you're thinking fourth and one. They're going to run it up the middle. They kind of just run around the outside and got a little bit of yardage. First down from the 40-yard line. Meekhead going to hand it off to the left side this time, and that's not going to work as he only gets to about the 42-yard line. But, again, trying to exploit some sort of weakness they see over on the left side. But you can only do that for so much against this Bobcat defense before they figure you out. Oh, yeah. Really can't do that on anybody no, yeah. before they figure you out. Unless they're just really, really weak over on that side, and the Bobcats aren't. Oh, no. you got Logan Barrett, Austin Champion, Avery Porter, Parker Woodham all on that side right now for the Woodland, the, uh, the Woodland defense. Under center. They're going to fake the handoff. Looking to pass. He's going to go right side. It is underthrown, and it is incomplete. Tate Bradford almost take, uh, picking off the pass inside their own 40-yard line, but the intended receiver there was number seven, Hayden Smith, and he's not able to reel that one in. Great play by Tate Bradford. Third down, nine to go for the Tigers at the 41-yard line, knocking on the door of Woodland Territory. Got to get a big stop right here. Woodland up 13 to eight with 3.28 to go in the third quarter. Me controlling the clock, the majority of the third quarter here. They force Woodland to punt as well. They're looking to pass again, quick pass, left side, floater, nowhere close, and that's gonna bring up fourth down. Not a lot of zip on uh, his passes, uh, number four, David Tidwell. He just kind of flipped it over for his intended receiver, Jarrett Benson, a guy that Chandler Mitchell has done an exceptional job this week uh, covering, and that's going to bring up fourth down. Yeah. And He's kind of a floater. He floats the passes up there. And surprise, they are going to go for it. I know they are going to punt it. I think it's the first time tonight they've punted it. Jarrett Benson looking to punt this one away. Tate Bradford back to return inside the 35. They're rushing it. It's going to be a high punt. Tate's going to let this one bounce at the 40. And it's going to roll inside the 30 down to the Bobcat 28-yard line. First down and 10. Uh, excuse me. See, is that 28? Yeah, I believe the 28-yard line. First down and 10, Bobcats. It's a good job by the defense getting a stop. Need to kill some clock right here. And another score would be nice. Yeah, continue to create separation. That's what you need here. Yeah. Chilly night here, football weather. Got my hot hands out. How great is it that we're still playing football when it's cold out? And also, oh. after the clocks have changed back, how great is it to still be playing football? I love it. Shotgun set for Bradford. Bradford looking to pass. He's got uh, plenty of space for Tate Bradford. He's got it to the 35. Lowers him down. Oh, my God. 45 shakes another one down as he crosses midfield and slips at the Meath 48-yard line. How in the world do you leave Tate Bradford that wide open? He makes two Meath Tigers pay, and the Bobcats have Homestar Mortgage first down yardage inside Meath territory at the 49. If you remember the Sammy Coates play against Texas A&M for Auburn, when he slammed the receiver to the or the DB to the ground as the receiver, that was as close as you would get to that play by Tate Bradford. So about a 29-yard pass for the Bobcats. Shotgun set, ball at the 49-yard line. 
Jackson calls for it, gets the call, hands off Parker. Parker gets to the line of scrimmage before he's bounced back. And they will give him forward progress, thankfully, at the line of scrimmage at the 49. Lair blitzing into, blitzing into the backfield right there. Got some guys uh, kind of not following the lane right there that might was going to be open um, where his blockers were and ran into some defenders. Go back to that pass, you know, it was just a little flip pass out there. He just, you know, quick pass. Um, and he was able to just take advantage of his really good Second down, 10 to go. Jackson looking to pass again, throws left side, caught by Bradford at the 45. But they are going to push him back. Let's see where they give him forward progress. I believe only the 46-yard line. And the officials, again, are marking it about two yards shy of where it's supposed to be. Ball was at the 46-yard line. They've got him at the 48. Okay. We've had some different uh, different pieces to the offense tonight. I mean, that was a And it's not crowd. like we're 10 miles away from the play. The yeah. play happened right in front of us. Yeah, yeah. Right in front of us. I'm just impressed. We, we, we've done some things to open this offense up. Four seconds on the play clock. It'll be a handoff to Parker up the middle, and he's hit at the line of scrimmage. My goodness. A great start to the drive. Just ultimately can't get going, and that'll be fourth down. Got to punt it away right here. Hopefully we can get a little bit of a roll. Maybe he'll put it over here in a little three zone to his left, and uh, maybe we can roll it down to about the 10-yard line. And they'll Good punt this kick. one away. Good kick. It's going to take a woodland bounce inside the 20, then quickly take a meek bounce to the 15-yard line. So that's where the Tigers will start their next drive. With 28 seconds to go in the third quarter, they trail woodland 13-8. to Going to have to rely on the defense here again. First and ten, Meek. Quarterback David Tidwell will come up to the line of scrimmage right under center. Going to hand off again to the left side. They really like something over on the left side, and they've got space. He breaks one tackle, two tackles. He's at the 40. There's a flag on the play before he's knocked out at midfield. And a late flag comes in. My goodness. Chandler Mitchell again, the victim of two momentum-based penalties. Not a thing he could have done about it. I don't. I didn't get that one either. My God. Chasing the guy from behind, and you bring him down, and he goes out of bounds. And we'll see what the White Hat says. It is a holding call on the Tigers, but a personal foul on the Bobcats. Offset, replay the down. Okay, we'll take it. They threw the flag around the 40-yard line. And he was pushed out of bounds on the 45-yard line inside Bobcat territory. Yeah, there you go. The offset, replay the down. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Are you sure? They're, They're moving it to the 30-yard line. No, hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So... 
I'm guessing they're they're trying to find the whatever the math is between the two penalties. I'm assuming they said, well, Woodland got a personal foul, so that'll hurt them more. So now they're moving the ball to the 44-yard okay, line. Maybe so. So we'll be first down and 10 meek. 16 seconds to go in the third quarter. They trail 13 to 8. Fresh start. Got to look at it from the positive side of things. It's a fresh start here for this Bobcat defense. Try to crash that left side. That's where they want to go. Try to find a way to stop them. Now we're going to hand off again left side. They've got space. Midfield 45. One guy to beat, and they'll stop him inside the 40-yard line to the 39. I don't know what's going on over there. Like you said, left side, left side, left side. Uh, we got strong uh, area right there. I, I, I don't know what they are doing. They must have some kind of blocking scheme there setting up to get us out of position. Ball's the 36-yard line inside Bobcat territory, and that will be the last play of the third quarter as the clock winds down, 2-1-0. to 13-8 your score as we head to the fourth quarter. You're listening to Bobcats Football on iSchool Sports Network. we got to hunker down here when we come back here on iSchool Sports Network. Around here, farming isn't a hobby. It's a passion. So if you're looking for top quality work to make your farm more profitable, call on Johnson Ag Service. Johnson Ag Service provides fertilizer and lime spreader services to fit any operation and offers custom fertilizer blends specific to your crop needs. Call today, 256-473-9684. Johnson Ag Service, LLC, serving Randolph County and the surrounding areas. For custom-made-to-order products for your home or business, check out the Old Station Etching and Engraving in Woodland. Wooden signs for your home, personalized tumblers with your businesses or your favorite team's logo, and so much more. If it can be personalized, you can count on the creative team at the Old Station to get the job done right. For affordable customization with a quick turnaround, that's the Old Station Etching and Engraving, part of Heron Monument and Memorial. 124 Woodland Drive in downtown Woodland. 256-610-3557. This is where you hear the cats. This is the iSchool Sports Network. That third quarter was brought to you by Main Street Animal Hospital. Visit Dr. Nick Baldwin and the staff at Main Street Animal Hospital in Roanoke for the best in small animal care. We now move on to the fourth quarter with it on top by a score of 13-8. to This fourth quarter brought to you by Farm Boy Sports Grill in Roanoke. First down and 10 for the Tigers. Waiting on the clock to reset. And actually, no, the play clock is running. All right, and the official says, let's play. Tidwell under center. They're going to hand off to the right side this time. Cuts back in left. And down to the 30 he goes. So he's going to be about a gain of seven on the play. About six or seven yards. 11.46 to go here in the ball game. We need the Cats to hunker down right here. Get a turnover, get a stop, hang on to the football for the rest of the game. Under center goes Tidwell, two in the backfield. He's going to hand off right side, and that defense is going to eat him up. He crosses the 30-yard line down to about the 27. He fought pretty hard for it. This will be a good time for a negative play. You know, they've, they've had, we've had a lot of plays where it's been negative for us. Uh, it'd be time to get them a negative play to back them up some. About a yard or two to go. No, they are going to try to measure this one. 
Should I make a prediction? Make it. Make it. No, nah, I probably shouldn't. Ah, see, I didn't even have to. They're yeah. going to give him the first down. Uh. Well, as the old saying goes, what can you do? Yeah, what can you do? It's the playoffs. We've got to be on our best behavior. What can you do? First down and 10 from the 24-yard line. Under center go the Tigers. They go up the middle, about two or three yards on the play. That'll bring up second down and seven. If you can continue to run the clock, because they haven't had a lot of success throwing the football, so I assume right now when you need to get more points to win, the last thing you want to do, unless you can exploit a weakness, is throw the football. Woodland's done a great job of handling that right now. Yeah. So you've got to keep running the football. Woodland's yeah. got to find a way to stop it. They found a little bit of a couple of creases. And... Another handoff right side. Cuts back in. He's hit behind the line of scrimmage. Down he goes behind the 20-yard line, down to the 21, and there's a late flag coming in, and I'm hoping it's on the team wearing black. Uh, it looks like 42 was. Yeah, uh, that's, that's what I'm looking at, too. Right it was Braylon, in that vicinity. Braylon Roberts, a very intense defensive player. And we do mean that in the, in the nicest way possible. They're going to say that it's on Woodland. Face mask on the Bobcats. Okay. You know, I didn't have a problem with these guys until about three or four minutes left in the first yeah, half. Yeah, that, that was an interesting call right there, according to what we were looking at on the field. So they will have the ball at the 15-yard line, close to the 10. They are going to line up at the 11. Sorry, we got a, got a bad angle. I know that's three different things, but they are at the 11-yard line. We promise this time. Handoff up the middle, and he is stuffed about the six-yard line. They're going to hand off to the big back and try to uh, pound it right up the middle on us. Number 23, Blake Miller. In gentleman's name, 9.57 to go in the fourth quarter. We had a big stop last week in Cedar Bluff. We need a big stop right here, too. We need it right here. Second down and goal from the six. Hands off right side, and they are going to get hit behind the line of scrimmage. And there was a fumble on the play, but the whistle did blow it dead. So, unfortunately for Guy McManus, that would have been a huge scoop and score. But yeah. he picked it up after the play went dead. Said he stopped the progression. Third down and goal from about the five-yard line for Meek. Well, you know there's going to be two plays to get it here. Hunker down, defensive line. A few linebackers and swift defensive backs. Swarmed the ball, smothered the ball. Do whatever you got to do to keep these guys out of the end zone. Play clock running down, and I think Meek's going to take a timeout. So we'll take one with him with 8.47 to go in the ball game. 13-8 Tigers trailing our Bobcats here on iSchool Sports Network. At ML Aubrey, we're your one-stop shop for all things Christmas. Our Santa shack is filled with ornaments, Christmas trees, garland, and angels, and our lighted water lanterns are perfect for your little one's nightlight to welcome Santa. Our brewmate can and bottle koozies, topsy-turvy umbrellas, Bridgewater candles, and tea towels are always a great gift for that hard-to-shop-for friend. Don't forget, we're also your best source for Carhartt clothing and Georgia, Rocky, Danpost, Muck, and Roma boots. Give us a try this holiday season and shop local. We are ML Aubrey, Main Street, 
Street, beautiful downtown Roanoke. Now, back to Woodland versus Meek on iSchool Sports Network. Here's Brett Waits and Taylor Jones. The Meek Tigers call a timeout. They've got the ball third down and goal from the five-yard line. They trail Woodland by a score of 13-8 with 8.47 to go in the fourth quarter. After this play, hopefully after a successful play, Brett Waits will give you an update of the iSchool Sports Network scoreboard. For the situation now, third down and goal from the five-yard line. Meek moving into Bobcat territory. A touchdown here will tie it. Anything else, they'll have the lead. Under center, he'll hand off left side, and he's not going to get in the end zone. He's going to be close, probably down to the two-yard line. That brings up fourth down and goal from the two. Yeah. With a look at the iSchool Sports Network scoreboard, here's Brett Waits. Oh, we got Decatur Christian 42, Raglan 24. Um, Pickens County still up 32-6 to over Winterboro, and Handley up 22-14 to over Bibb County. Um, and Jackson 38 and uh, St. James 21. Trying to look and see the last Wadley score we had, 21-7 Wadley. And there is an injured player in the field, Guy McManus. And the way he's looking, I wonder if he got poked in the eye possibly. Yeah. That's kind of what it's looking like. So they'll have the ball fourth down and a goal to go from the two. I got Clay Central and Faith Academy tied up at 19. Oh, wow. The volunteers looking to come back. The Class 5A playoffs down in Mobile. So big play here Another for the Tigers. Fourth down. fourth down and goal. We need to stop. Under center goes David Tidwell. Be still here, defense. Don't jump. Hand off. Right side. I don't think they got it. I don't think they got it. They push him back behind the line of scrimmage. Cats take over inside the five-yard line. What a defensive stop right there. That was huge. I don't know what's going on here. Wait, are they trying to measure? I'm guessing it wasn't goal to go. All right. Oh. I'll make a prediction. Oh, yeah. He's somehow going to get the first down. Somehow. Somehow somebody. the ball is going to be in perfect spot for him to get the first down. Yeah, from our vantage point right here, uh, I couldn't even – I thought it was uh, goal to go. I thought it was goal to go too, but I think they needed possibly the one. And he is going to be short. He's short. He's got to be short. Short by a chain. Yes, Bobcats have the ball. Short by a length. Short they, by a length. They wanted to give Meek that football. Oh, they were moving that No way in God's green earth would they need to wait that wow. long to make that call. That was huge right there. We got eight minutes. We need to get this ball off the goal line and drive it a little bit and get some uh, 
So they'll have the ball at the two-yard line. Two-yard line they have it. Fourteen seconds on the play clock. Jackson running as fast as he can to get the play to his team and to snap the ball. They may have to take a timeout. They are going to take a timeout. We'll take one with them. 8-13 to go in the ball game. When you come back, first down and ten cats from their own two-yard line here on iSchool Sports Network. These are roaring with hometown pride. Here at First Bank of Alabama, our bank family is cheering for your team too. We support all our local communities with state-of-the-art banking. From checking to savings, construction loans, home equity, and home mortgages, we provide all of your consumer and commercial banking needs. We want you to bank how you want. Whether it's online, in-person, mobile, or telephone banking, we make it easy for you. Visit us at firstbankal.com to find the most convenient way for you to bank. First Bank of Alabama, where you are first. First Bank of Alabama, member FDIC, equal housing lender. So you want to know what it's like to be a college student at Southern Union? I'll tell you. You get the best of both worlds. Low costs and small class sizes. Plus all the perks that come from attending a school in an ideal college setting. Get as involved on campus as you want. Or buckle down and get ready to join the workforce fast. Visit suscc.edu to schedule an in-person tour or to register now for spring semester. We've got you covered. iSchool Sports Network's coverage of Woodland Bobcat football continues now. Six nineteen to go. 
Looking to punt this one away will be Bradford. High punt, great punt. Taken at the 35-yard line, then take a meek bounce, but thankfully Noah Waits falls on it, and they'll have the ball at the 26-yard line. So huge opportunity for Meek, but an even bigger opportunity for this Bobcat defense. It was a great punt. Looked like it was going, you know, the direction it needed to go, and all of a sudden it just turned back on us. 6.08 to go in the uh, fourth quarter. Woodland on top, 13-8, hanging on to a tight lead. They stopped the Tigers inside their own five-yard line last time out, but weren't able to get out of their own end zone. They were forced to punt away. Hard to give them opportunities this close. Ball to 25. Left side, he's hit behind the line of scrimmage. They may give him forward progress at the line of scrimmage. It will be a carry by number nine, Ethan Grace. He's got it, and that will bring up second down and 10 for the Tigers. Great tackle by Mick Bailey. Winner of this game gets the winner of Wadley versus Hubbardville next week, and the last time we checked, both of these uh, Randolph County teams are on top, so could be a rematch next week in Wadley. David Tidwell, under center, two in the backfield. They'll hand off right side this time, and they've got space. And Chandler Mitchell's finally going to have to bring him down inside the 15-yard line down to the 11. Just a lot of space over there on the right side, and I think they kind of used that advantage of rushing to the left side for so much that they opened up space on the right. Yeah. First down for the Meek Tigers. 5.20 to go in the game, clock running. Number 23, Blake Miller will get the handoff again. He's going to go right side. Mick Bailey's going to wrap him up. And inside the 10, he goes down to the 6. Again, we're setting the edge to keep him from getting outside, but there's no feel from the middle right there. It is um, so we'll be second down from the 4. Got to have those linebackers scraping inside. Second down from the 4. Come the Tigers. And off left side, and he'll cut up. Shakes one tackle, shakes two. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Tigers. That'll be number nine, Ethan Grace, on the carry from four yards out. That gives them the lead. So the Tigers have the lead, 14 to 13, looking to go for two. Under center goes Tidwell. They're gonna hand off right side, and he bounces off one tackle, and Avery Porter's finally gonna bring him down. That two-point conversion is no good, but the Tigers do help grab a one-point lead with four and a half to go. You're listening to Bobcats Football and High School Sports. WM Grocery with four locations serving East Alabama. A full deli open seven days a week. Be sure to download the WM Grocery app from the App Store or Google Play. Download and save today with the WM Grocery app where the deals of the week are included and you can make your shopping list and earn points for even more savings. Every Tuesday is Senior Day featuring 10% off for seniors. Watch out for Monday Madness and Friday Flash. Make shopping easy at WM Grocery, Heflin, Piedmont, Roanoke, and Weedowie. We are the one. 
At Roanoke Ace Home Center, they love helping you with your projects. They're a full-line, full-service home center, and they hate to say no. Paint, tools, electrical, plumbing, hardware, lawn and garden, power equipment, lumber, roofing, siding, doors, windows, drywall, insulation, they have it all, and much, much more. And if they don't have it on the floor, they'll get it for you promptly. When you want a different level of service, Ace is the place. And remember their low-price guarantee. That's Roanoke Ace Home Center, Highway 431 Bypass South. This is where you hear the cats. This is the iSchool Sports Network. Meek takes their first lead of the night. They lead 14-13 over the Woodland Bobcats following a four-yard rush by Ethan Grace. Two-point conversion try was no good, but they still hang on to the lead. Yeah, they said they go with the hot hand of who's running. It seems like Ethan Grace has been their hot hand. Yeah, between him, it looks like Ethan Grace has gotten all the – he's gotten the big prize. He's yeah. gotten two touchdowns so far. But Blake Miller, a handful of carries and a handful of yards gained for him too. So the Tigers will line up and kick this one away. Short kick that will be fielded by Woodland inside the 40 down at the, I believe, 38-yard line. Got to have something on offense right here where we get some movement and get down – Score some points. Woodland on top by a score of 14 to nothing at the or 13 to nothing at the break. And they've come back and scored uh, 14. Has Meek a touchdown and a two-point conversion and a two a touchdown and no two-point conversion. Shotgun set for Jackson Lovern. Wide receiver left side Tate Bradford. Be a handoff, Parker Woodham up the middle, and he's going to get nothing. Got to try to find something else with four and a half to go. We got to find something else. So they've got the ball about the 38-yard line, so it'll be a gain of nothing. got to do something here. Shotgun set. Sidecar right is Parker. They are going to look to throw. Jackson rolling out right side. Throws a shotgun over to Tate Bradford. Just a little too high. Great coverage by Ori Firth. A little bit of contact there, but I guess not enough to warrant a flag. You know, I go back to something Coach Waters said. Big players make big plays in big games, and this Absolutely. is where we need somebody to step up and make a big play. 3.54 to go here in the ball game. Woodland with third down and 10. Got to get something right here. Jackson looking to pass. Going to go right side. Tate Bradford in the vicinity. It's short, and it is caught. Tate Bradford, 30, 45, 45, he's going for a touchdown. He's going to score. score. What a play. He took it out of the hand of a meek defender. Sure interception. Took it away, and he runs into the end zone. Touchdown, Bobcats. Oh, my goodness, what a play. That Bobcats on top, 19 to 14. Oh my! That was awesome. 
There's an injured Meek Tiger on the field. It's number two, Justin Freeman, and he's being helped off the field. But what a what a pass and catch by Tate Bradford. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Looks like we're going to light up go for two. Got to give yourself a chance here. You're up yeah. by five. Need to get the touchdown here. So that will be a 62-yard touchdown pass. Tate Bradford had a 69 – or, excuse me, Jackson Lovern had a 69-yard pass earlier to Logan Barrett. So I think by far his best night passing so far on the year. What a play, Jackson Lovern. What a play, uh, Tate Bradford and the Woodland uh, Bobcats. I like this new high-flying offense we have. So they will try it out of the shotgun sets. Jackson looking to throw right side. He's got number two, Callan Gay in the end zone. That two-point conversion play is good. What a play. Swagger these cats have. 3.40 to go in the fourth quarter. Woodland has regained the lead 21-14 over the Meek Tigers here on iSchool Sports Network. WM Grocery, with four locations serving East Alabama. A full deli open seven days a week. Be sure to download the WM Grocery app from the App Store or Google Play. Download and save today with the WM Grocery app, where the deals of the week are included, and you can make your shopping list and earn points for even more savings. Every Tuesday is Senior Day, featuring 10% off for seniors. Watch out for Monday Madness and Friday Flash. Make shopping easy at WM Grocery, Heflin, Piedmont, Roanoke, and Weedowie. We are the Woodland Varsity Cheerleaders, and you're listening to Bobcat Football on High School Sports. Woo! For the Reliance Realty scoring recap, presented by your premier source for real estate information and services, Reliance Realty. Here's Brett Waits. Hey, Taylor, that uh, drive went three plays. The first two gained zero yards, and then a 62-yard touchdown pass from Jackson Lover to Tate Bradford. That was a thing of beauty. List with confidence, purchase with pride. Visit Reliance Realty or phone 334-863-2161. Cats will be kicking this one off. Deep to return for the Tigers. Number six, Ori Firth. Ori will call for it inside the 20. He'll back up to the 15. We'll get forward progress back to the 20. Left side, he goes. Inside the 25, he goes. 26-yard line. And there's going to be a late flag come in. And I wonder, wonder what happened there. I don't know if they're going to say a face mask or on the ground. or We'll see what this flag is on. Personal foul on Meek. On oh, Meek. Wow. So that will back him up even further. And just like that, it I mean, we've got three and a half minutes left. I hate yeah. to be that fan, but it's like the, the balloon is just slowly – Deflating for the Meek Tigers. Oh my goodness! I was just a little shocked, you know. I was I was ready to call it on us just because uh, that's how all the calls have went tonight. Yeah, us. yeah. So uh, for it to be a personal foul on them, I'm just shocked. 21 to 14, the Bobcats on top. Tate Bradford reeling in what looked like an underthrown pass. He takes it out of the defender's hands. No one around him for miles, and he scored from 62 yards out. Under center go the Tigers. They'll bounce out left side and running, pushing him back to the 10-yard line. Mick Bailey as well as number 66, Caden Wade, and number 22, Logan Barrett. That will bring up second down. Good play to string it along by Logan Barrett right there and Mick Bailey finishing him off. 
3.15 clock continuing to run. I don't think Meek has called a timeout here in this half. I, I don't believe they have. I know Woodland's called two. I think two. they called one down before the fourth down play. You did. The they half. did. They did. They did. So they've got two left. Woodland's got one left. 2.57 to go. And wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, the quarterback, uh, David Tidwell, was looking to communicate with his uh, with his uh, running backs, but instead him talking to the running back calls the offensive line to move to so back him up even five more yards. Oh, my goodness. Under three minutes. Second week in a row. Cardiac cats, man. Cardiac oh, cats. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to submit that shirt idea to Coach Jason tonight, <laughs> and by, Friday, uh, by Monday we may be selling them. I don't know. I like Tiger Killers. Under center, they go on a long second down. They're looking to pass. He's in trouble. He throws. It is incomplete. Nobody around for miles, but he couldn't see anybody around for miles. He had that big truck uh, named number 50, Eli Rollins, running after him, and that's going to bring up a, you believe, third down. Third and long from the six-yard line. Same situation that Woodland was in a couple of possessions ago. Third down with 2.39 to go. Clock stop. 21-14. Cats on top. They're going to fake the handoff. They're going to throw right down the middle. It's way overthrown. It's intercepted by Tate Bradford. Tate's going to get it to the 40, 35. He's got plenty of blocks. He's going to cut back to the left side, 25. Back in he goes. He's finally going to be brought down. Nope, still on his feet. Around the 20-yard line he goes. And that's going to be first down and 10 Bobcats. Holy smokes. So first down and 10, Bobcats at the 20. That's the Meek 20-yard line. Great play by Tate Bradford. I'm telling you what, he has showed out tonight. You know, the quarterback throws a, a he throws a high ball. It's just everything's kind of high and lobbed up to him. And he went just a little deeper than his receiver, and Tate just ran right up under it. So the Cats will take over, 2.20 to go in the ball game, 21-14. I'd look for them to use their timeouts real quick after we snap the ball. They, as soon as they get us down, they're going to try to. Callan Gay lined up as a receiver over here on the near side. He caught the two-point conversion play last time. Parker Woodham lower in the shoulder as he crosses the 20-yard line. They're going to stay down to the 16. No, they're not going to call it. Going to try to wait a little closer, I believe, in order to do that. But uh, they are going to have the ball at the 16-yard line for a second down and about six. We're not going to snap this ball till it gets to about the inside the five-second mark. Inside two minutes to go here in the fourth quarter. We'll What's at stake? A trip to Wadley next week. Five seconds on the play clock. Jackson calls for it, hands off to Parker left side. Doesn't have to do anything special here, just keep that clock running. Inside a minute and a half to go as he gets back to the line of scrimmage. Shockingly, they haven't called the timeout yet. 
Going to do the same thing here, try to run it down to about maybe five seconds left. Again, kind of shocking here. They're not trying to call a timeout and give themselves a shot. Yeah. Um, you, you do that on at least a second down as you had that. I, I, I don't know. I'm not going to give them <laughs> ideas as a – Yeah, hopefully they're not listening to us. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> One minute to go in the ball game, seven seconds on the play clock. And he's still not going to try to burn a timeout. Don't know why. I believe that Woodland's going to be the one to call a timeout with 51 seconds left. And we'll just keep it right here. We've already uh, gotten to our uh, gotten to our uh, our, our commercial uh, limit tonight. But just wow, the the last three minutes have just been incredible. It's great, man. I what do we say? Playoffs are magical. Hey, that's right. You play and, until the final whistle. And you got a three and seven team knocking on the door for the third round of the playoffs. Hey. Knocking on the door. We're not there yet, but we are at the door just knocking We're, on we're wiping our feet off on the mat. We'll, we'll say I mean, that. We, are, we are there ringing the doorbell saying, hey, we're here. Last score we got, 28-7, to widely on top of Hubbardville. That game, uh, the last time we saw was at the end of the third quarter. So if we can hunker down, we can find a way to hunker down. Tip of the cap to Bo Williams over there in the end zone uh, with the camera. We can find a way to hunker down these next 51 seconds. We're there. <laughs> 51 seconds left following the timeout. They're going to go I formation set, fullback Mick Bailey, tailback Parker Woodham. They're going to try to just try to kill more time, and Meek will finally call a timeout with 46 seconds left. Well, that uh, showed all kinds of different formations tonight. We've been in shotgun sp uh, spread wide. We've been in I formation. We've done a lot of things. It's, a, it's been a different offensive night for us. And it will be a timeout by the Meek Tigers. I believe they'll have one left, if my math is correctly, with 46 seconds left. We just got to find a way to not give them momentum here. 46 seconds here and tell you, in I regulation. Didn't, I didn't get to talk about the, um, the two-point conversion play. It, it was a great play. They had the, the two wide receivers split. And Jackson did a really great job of looking at Tate because everybody thinks I'm going Tate, I'm going Tate. He looked him off, looked him off, and then come back and threw to his left to uh, Callen in the end zone. And, and uh, that was that was a great play in itself. So we'll be fourth down for the Bobcats. 46 seconds left. Maybe we'll on the official signal to start the play clock. And they've got the signal. So Woodland trying to do trying to do something. Shotgun set. Jackson looking to roll out left side. He gets to the 15. Thing is going to be shy by a few yards, and that will bring up a first down for the Tigers. So we just gotta gotta hang on. 37 seconds left. 37 seconds, you got to have your prevent defense. A young head coach and Houston Powell, his second year as a head coach here at Meek High School, and what a great season that he has had. No timeouts for them, right, Taylor? 
I think you're right. So 37 seconds left. And they're having some trouble getting the right personnel on and off the field. Seven seconds left. And there's going to be a fumble on the play. Picked up by the quarterback. He throws incomplete. They're going to say an incomplete pass. And there's going to be a late flag. I wonder why. I wonder, I wonder if it is going to be Meek. I believe it is going to be Meek as it looks like uh, one, of the, one of the Meek players is trying to get his teammate off the field and trying to, uh, trying to keep him from doing something worse. So it will be unsportsmanlike conduct on the Tigers. Half the distance there. I mean, get you a few yards. Thirty seconds to go. Twenty-one to fourteen. Woodland on top. Now what are we doing? Thought it was unsportsmanlike on on Meek. They are going to spot halfway, so it should be at the seven and a half yard line. Seven and a half. Okay, yeah, so it will be about the seven-and-a-half-yard line. That's where the Tigers will play their second down try. We're lining up with a cloud coverage. We've got our guys backed off deep, Chandler in the middle, Tate Bradford backed off on the receiver. They're looking to throw. It is Nothing caught. Caden him. Wade chasing him, but he will knock him down at about the 25-yard line. Too. He did not get out of bounds. Did not get the first down. He's about a yard or two shy. So 17 seconds to go. They've got to quickly get up to the line of scrimmage. Shotgun set for the Tigers. He bumps into his quarterback as he throws. He unloads. It's going to be another short pass. And it's intercepted Tate Bradford in midfield. He falls down. And the Bobcats will escape with a win at Arley, Alabama, and Meek High School. Oh, my goodness. Smart move by Tate Bradford. Take the ball and get down. And let's put the best formation. Oh, we don't even have to. They run no, the he ran out. the clock out. I don't know how he my ran 17 word. seconds off the clock. But. Your final score here at Meek High School. The number four seed from Region 5, the Woodland Bobcats take down the number three seed from Region 6, the Meek Tigers. What a game, Brett Waits. What a game. That was just, it, it, it was everything that we could think of in this. It was everything. It was magical. It was great. Uh, Tate Bradford had a great game. I can't, I can't say enough how great a game he had. He really showed out tonight. Uh, who would have thought it? We're going to be back in Randolph County next week uh, taking on a, a Wadley Bulldogs. Yeah, the last time we saw it, 28-14 dogs on top of Hubbardville. And my goodness. And all, and all, and all Randolph County third round, I think that's going to be a great matchup right there. Um, it's it, it, You know, anything happens in the playoffs. Anything can happen. I, I'm so excited. I'm so happy for these guys. Uh, they worked hard all summer and all year. Uh, it's great for them to be here. Oh man! Great for them to be here. Just a uh, just a fantastic game overall. The second time that 
we've seen in as many games where, yeah, they uh, they played very good in the very beginning, didn't have momentum the entire way, a couple of things, you know, didn't go the Cats' way, but they persevered, they didn't let it get down completely, and we're moving on to round three. I, yeah, I, just just – you know, we had a chance right there at the end when they when they took the lead that we could have folded up. You know, it could have been it could have been an opportunity for us to not uh, respond. And those boys, those young men, they stepped back up, responded, and took it back and got the got the win tonight. For all of y'all that are listening tonight, hate you couldn't be here, but I'll tell you what, we'll have a party next Friday night on the campus of Wadley High School in or Curtis Lynchfield or at Warren School Field. We'll have to see after the meeting tomorrow. You got another meeting to attend tomorrow, Mr. Waits. Got another meeting tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we'll uh, definitely uh, see where that goes. So stay tuned to High School Sports Network and, of course, all of our social media pages as we uh, keep you updated on uh, what to expect. But just an unreal atmosphere tonight. Props to uh, Meek High School. A great crowd tonight, a great atmosphere. Uh, We wish them the best of luck as they uh, continue their uh, great uh, run now. Uh, under head coach Houston Powell. They deserve uh, every win they got this year. They deserve all the good things that they have coming to them under coach Houston Powell. And uh, it was just a, just a great all-around effort tonight by the Bobcats. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Beak's got a good football team. They really do. Uh, I think, uh, like you said, Coach Powell, he's going to do good things here. Uh, they seem like they've got the support going for them. Uh, but I'm glad that our Bobcats got us a win tonight and that we're going to be back playing again tomorrow. Um, you know, you can tell Meek High School, uh, all their players, their girlfriends will have a date next Friday night. Hey, they, they, start, back, they start basketball practice on Monday. Yeah, they can go ahead and start yeah. basketball because we're going to the next round. Hey, man, that sounds good to hear. It does, don't it? Deepest run that the Bobcats have made in the playoffs since 2014 when they ended in the third round. Unfortunately, a loss to a rival to Randburn. Let's rewrite the narrative next time. That's right. Let's, yeah. let's win and get to the semi. Another rival, looks like, if, if everything holds. Looks like another rival. And, uh, you know, we can do our own. Tonight's broadcast of Woodland Bobcats football, powered by the Knowles Group and was fueled by Southern Union State Community College. Your final tonight, Woodland 21, Meek 14. Woodland advances to round three of the AHSAA playoffs while Meek season comes to a close. You can read more about tonight's game by picking up a copy of the Randolph Leader available on Wednesday. You can also listen to a replay of this broadcast or any iSchool Sports Network production on demand on SoundCloud. Just search iSchool Sports Network. Next week, the journey for the Blue Map continues as the Bobcats face more than likely county rival Wadley in round three of the AHSAA playoffs. No matter where we are or where we play, you can count on iSchool Sports Network to be there for complete coverage of Bobcat football in round three. For my broadcast partner, Brett Waits, I'm Taylor Jones saying thanks for making Bobcat football and iSchool Sports Network a part of your night. Until next time, good night and go Cats. Thank you for listening to iSchool Sports Network's coverage of Woodland Bobcat football. Any rebroadcast or retransmission without the express written consent of the Woodland High School Athletic Department and the iSchool Sports Network is strictly prohibited. Executive producers of iSchool Sports Network were Wes Kinsey and Adam Slay. Listen to the replay of the broadcast or any iSchool Sports Network's past productions on SoundCloud. Just search iSchool Sports Network. 
This is the iSchool Sports Network.